Check, check, check. There I am. Got you now. We had lunch. I ate ham. Yeah, would have been better if you had spam. Oh, I haven't had spam in a long time. Fried spam? Just in general, anything. Meat in a can is gross. There's that guy, Jason. What's up? What's going on? Look at you and your uh, racy stuff. I know. How fancy am I now? So damn sexy. <laughs> I used to have a shirt like that. I found it at the thrift store. Had all these different patches on it and stuff. <laughs> I think it said Billy on the tag, the name tag. Yeah. So, well, I, I sent it to Patrick and well, I sent it to all of us. FaceTime. So okay. they can yeah, that's jump. what I was trying to find. They can jump on any that point. popped up. So they, or at least they should be able to jump on at any point. But I, and I don't know if Mo's coming or not, but because he never said yes or no. <laughs> uh, that's all right. So no big deal. Nope. So what's everybody up to? Anything? This I drank too much yesterday, <laughs> and my head kind of hurts, and so I'm gonna have another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Kind of had to. You guys hear okay? There's no weird noise or anything? No, you sound great. I'm just in the car. Okay, cool. You sound fantastic. All right. I, I dig it. Let's see. Yeah, well, you know me. I mean, other than the random whiskey stuff, I don't really drink. And that, uh, that team that I helped out this weekend after my team was done, they're all from Belgium or something. I... I I think that's what they are, but they all speak a shitload of French. Oh, we oui, oui. uh, Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they were, you know, I obviously didn't talk too much to everyone because I don't know what they're saying half the time. And some of them had pretty broken English, but, uh, but it was that as the weekend went on, everybody kind of opened up a little more and then they started chatting a little bit. And then, uh, obviously we didn't make it through the whole race. Uh, they had just two, two crashes is just too long. It doesn't like at that point, you're basically just driving around spending money. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> but they were like, so we just started packing up. So me and this other dude, the only two Americans on the team, we were, uh, we're like, well, we'll just haul ass and try to get loaded up now. And then we don't even have to work tomorrow. And, uh, so we did. And then there, it was like, I mean, it had to have been 1230 or something like that. And they're like, yeah, we're we're going to go to a bar and get some drinks. You want to go? And I was like, I mean, I'll, I say I'll ride with you guys. Like, I don't really drink very much at all. And uh, I said, well, you guys are cool. I'll come hang out. And uh, so the guy just like started buying beers for everybody. And then they ran out of one kind. So he bought another. And then we were sitting there and I only drank like maybe half of like one. And then he bought another one. And I only had maybe a quarter, half of that. And then all these like shot glasses start flying down the table with some shit in them. I don't know what it was. So I did one, but like that was like, all right, man. I'm like, this stuff's disgusting. <laughs> like I'm, I'm good. So, but, but it was it was cool to hang out with them. It's very different hanging out with foreign people. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> good timing. Right, right, right as the foreign person shows up. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Missed the Patrick. I was talking about hanging out with all my new Belgian friends now. Or Whatever they are, they speak French. That's all I know. 
Is that no. is Belgium and is that in Brussels or Germany? Brussels is in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> and Belgium's in the UK, right? No. It's, yes, it's a, it's a little southeast corner. It's in Africa. I'll admit I don't know anything about geography. Oh, the rains down there. It may, Jay. We should be get you should be getting on with the Belgians nicely because we got on roll with the uh, when they were next door in. Uh, oh yeah, in Indy. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, it was at least at least, wild, at, least you be, at least you get provided with good coffee. Yeah, <laughs> and, and a morning cigarette. Yeah, they definitely had all that. Miss those. Well, that's a that's Co- a French thing. Coffee, yeah. good, uh, French Bel- to the French in Belgium, breakfast is coffee and a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I just learned that Sorry. I'm I'm part Belgian and French. I don't smoke anymore, but when I did, every morning, cup of coffee, <laughs> got to the front porch, and have a cigarette. I don't. I don't think that means that you're French or oh. Belgian. <laughs> Maybe. I think that just means that you're unhealthy. Oh, well, that's that's been a forever thing. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You can rub it in. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you, man. I'm trying to <laughs> be supportive. So yeah, I, supportive. It, it looked like a really fun weekend this weekend. It was pretty wild, man. It was. I mean, obviously, this is the first race with the actual my team so like you know there's a lot of stuff we kind of had to get the kinks worked out um Porsche's having some kind of problem with uh the gearboxes on the new cars so of course we happen to be one of the teams not the only one but one of the teams that got affected by that so that was a pain in the neck but overall it was wild man because like it wasn't just IMSA like WEC was there so all those huge supercar hypercar teams all that stuff was there to do their own race so like that whole paddock was just, it was three times. I mean that's probably a low number, but like it was a massive amount larger even than like all the stuff you saw at Indy. Like, oh yeah. Just, well, they they, they had said had, there were four divisions running. Yeah. Well, they, well they have more than that. Uh, there's so for like the WeatherTech Championship. So there's two different ones. There's WeatherTech and then there's uh, Michelin Pilot. So like our team, our GS team is in Michelin Pilot. So that's Basically, like if you want to compare it to SRO, it's T- it's TC and in, in GT4, and we're in the GT4 class. And then our other, what our main team is the GTD team. They do things a little bit different than SRO. Like SRO just has GT3, that's it. Um, but they have GTD, GTD Pro, and then they have all the prototype cars. Um, so and that, so there's three classes of that. So technically, there's three, five. I mean, there's there's got to be eight or nine like different, which crazy. And then they had, so all of those guys are all paddocked and packed in there. And then Weck had their own like tent city. It was crazy. They have these big, huge professional, like two bay, big tents. I took like a drive by of like the Michelin thing. It was huge. It's like this giant thing. And it's just like whole work of art, man. These guys, you drop off all your stuff and not too soon later, like everything's already waiting outside, already done, mounted, balanced, whole nine yards. But, yeah, all the big, all the big cars and all the teams that you always see on TV, all that stuff was all there. It was, it was pretty crazy, man. Nice. Well, it so, looked like they had mentioned that they the pit the pit lane was like three times the length of normal because of all of the the entries that they had running. Oh, it was it was absurd. There were so many cars on the track, like at all times. You look like you're in a race car right now. Yeah. He is. I mean, I mean, I guess if you want to, what is this? Uh, Altima. It's a, it's a racing Chevy rental. Alabama. <laughs> That's yeah. what they use in NASCAR. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same. That's, that's you're fine. 
It's fine. This is definitely not race trim, though. This is we, about it. Are we not doing an official start to the show again? No. Okay. No. Well, you guys just keep talking <laughs> racing for an hour. I'll sit here and drink yeah. and on my phone. Well, whatever. <laughs> I was. I had all this stuff lined up to talk about. I was yeah. driving out here kind of giggling because I was like, this is the second time we've had Jason and Patrick on together, which I love. But in Martell, to his defense, he didn't know I was going to make it back in time. We were out of town all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I messaged like, hey, we're home. I'll be out there shortly. And he's like, cool. Jason Patrick going to be on. And uh, I'm driving out here going, I'm slowly getting phased out. <laughs> he was he was fully prepared to not have me on the show. And then about an eye is like, I've got two better people. And I was like, well, Jason's like the, the sexy race car guy. And Patrick's uh, the, yeah. the, uh, the, the smart Brit. You know, you can't. Smart ass Brit. Smart ass Brit. And Martel's got the sultry voice, of course. No, we and, need uh, Mo for that. Well, Mo, Mo's, it, Mo's like the Mo? intelligent DJ. You I, know? I, I have no idea where Mo's Mo is. Mo's supposed to film, money. Well, I I asked him, but he never said either way. Like a time, either way, in our group. He's text. probably taking a siesta right now. Probably. You think he's Mexican? No, I'm not Mexican, but I still take siestas. Yeah. Oh. That's true. I had tacos for breakfast. That Randy, what were you doing, man? Um, my wife and I took the boys to a castle here in Ohio for the weekend. He was doing dumb family stuff. <laughs> we went. I, my boys are three, uh, three and a half, if that counts, and no, eight. Doesn't and count. I know. My, my boys, thirty-seven months old, seventy-four months old, whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, oh, but they're three God. and eight, and we have not just had, you know, through COVID, they were cooped up. Everything shut down. We lost baseball seasons. Uh, yeah. Beth and I decided we want to get healthier. So on the weekends, we need to be more active and get out and do things. And sometimes, we, you know, we, we want to create memories for our kids, right? So yeah. I I thought of this place Beth and I went about 10 years ago before we had kids. And I said, what if we went to a castle? Like the boys would flip. That's pretty um, dope. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick where, can... wherever you're going, Patrick's like, that's not a castle. Patrick, Google, <laughs> go ahead. I, well, that's, I was glad to hear Patrick was coming on. Google, yeah, go ahead and Google on. this, Patrick. It's called Ravenwood Castle. Pull that up okay. and you'll see, you'll see just how big it is. Because my dad. Just uh, because it's big doesn't mean it's a castle. It's not that big. That's the funny part. <laughs> it's only two floors. Like there, um, there was a castle for sale in Roger, Ohio, for a long time, for a real yeah. long time. Which see, my dad, my dad was the son of a Air Preacher Force. Man. Uh, yes, after the Air Force, he was. <laughs> um, but when Grandpa was in the Air Force as an EOD, they lived uh, for a couple years in both England and Germany, and Dad has all these stories about touring castles. So, you know, of course, I pumped this up to our boys like, this is a real castle. <laughs> we didn't tell them where we're going. It's down in, like, it's outside MacArthur. It's like New Plymouth, Ohio, down in the Hocking Hills. No cell service, nothing. It is a brick house Hold with on. ramparts. Patrick, Patrick's got it. Go ahead, Patrick. I, ha- <clears throat> I have got it. It's four uh, minute this chair over there. I, I'm just, oh, I'm looking at the photos of it. It looks a fairly new house. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like 50 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Compared uh, to, compared to it, England. It's, it's not old enough that it's actually, ha- when I actually Googled Ravenwood Castle age, it doesn't even, <laughs> it doesn't even, it doesn't even show it. So it's not yeah. even listed as being old. It was built in like the 1950s, dude. <laughs> like, it's not that old. Compared to real castles in Scotland, England, Germany. No, it's not old. It was built for yeah. what it is. It's a kind of a B and B kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even have castles over here, right? No, no. Technically, no. Technically, like no. Technically, uh, technically, all of us treasonous 
uh, Inglorious Bastages burned down teepees and put up log cabins in place. So. We, we had cabins. forts yeah. made yeah. of wood. Now, we do have houses that are a couple hundred years old still standing where today's houses will yeah. not last that long. Oh, That's the thing about, the, you know, over in England, Germany, uh, Ireland, all those places, like, they, they have stuff that's hundreds and hundreds of years old, and yeah. it's still in fine working order, like, it's still... This house, I'm, this house I'm in was built in 1905. Yeah, there's some like that here, but obviously not near as much as over there. Yeah, I grew up in a house built in 1885. Yeah. Nice. In, they're building properly. In Toronto, Yeah. yeah. And then the fuckers went and knocked it down after my dad passed away. This is bullshit. They paid paradise and put up a parking lot. Actually, they didn't even do that. It's still an empty lot. It's, just an empty it's lot. still just an empty lot. Yeah, but so we took them down there, though. But they've got a lot of stuff for the kids. they got scavenger hunts. And then we went to, uh, Beth found this restaurant in, um, down, I think it was in the, we were in the Plains, where Joe Burr is from. Um, mm-hmm. No one knows where that called, is. It's called, I know, it's outside of Athens, which nobody knows where Athens is. The real Athens, Patrick. Uh, Athens, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Not Athens, Georgia or Athens, Greece. But uh, she found this restaurant online that was in an old general store that was, speaking of old buildings, it was built in like the mid-1800s or something. Um, but it's now converted into like a barbecue smokehouse and, a, and they got so many fancy beers on tap. And So we, we drove down there and did that. We wanted to go hiking, but it was the weather was terrible this weekend. Uh, so we went and found this big arcade we could run around in for a while. Um, they have a giant checker and chess set there on the ground. So our boys wanted to play chess. And, of course, Beth doesn't know how, and I'm not great at it. So we said, well, we'll do checkers, like true Americans, instead of learning chess. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in the castle, you know, downstairs they have the pub. And uh, I tried butter beer. I've never watched or read Harry Potter, but I know that's a thing, and they had it. It's it's a it's unfortunately a thing. I think. Have you had it? It's just butterscotch liquid. No, that's not what this was. I, I'll I'll tell you one thing. It's not beer. It's not no, beer. It's not beer. It had rum and like something. It, it's a mixed drink. It's not. Yeah. I mean, we got we have this beer. Martell got out. Thunder Snow Scottish Ale with cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, vanilla beans, and natural flavor. Ooh, look at oh, you brew with dog. the brew dog. Straight from Ohio. No, well, that's uh, actually no, from it's, Scotland. No, it's not. It's from Scotland. I know that. Scotland, Ohio. They do have some cheap premises just outside Columbus, Ohio, where they can make. And, uh, yeah, it, it's literally 10 minutes from my house. The, sell it as local. I was going to say, we could pause this and be there in yeah, no I can, time. The, the brewery for brew dog is five minutes from my house. Yeah. Is it that close? It's straight down Lithopolis Road to gender and up gender. No, you're right. It's, it's not five minutes. Okay, seven it's, and a half. It's probably 15. No. It's it's a oh, okay. seven-minute drive to it, Lithopolis. You can make it in seven and a half. I mean, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty quick drive. <laughs> yeah, we were there. Um, we actually found a nice wine we liked there a few months back. But yeah, no, so we took them down to the castle, and it, it, you know we tried to find new places to do things and to eat, and we didn't get a hike, which we were bummed about, but... Um, just trying to be more active, get healthier, get the boys outside more. And where our cabin, so the castle's on top of this hill. You can get cell service. They have Wi-Fi at the castle. But our cabin was down below the hill where we stayed. Uh, all the cabin rooms or the castle rooms were booked by the time we thought of it. Um, no internet, no cable TV, no TV at all. They had a t- little 13-inch flat screen with a DVD player. And we brought no DVDs. Um, 
they have some there at the casting bar, but it's like what people have donated, so it's yeah. not great. But we just we had no pull. cell service, no internet. It's just pulling. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> and it was four and two, so I couldn't even understand them. Their moans were in different <laughs> languages. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, it was just you know take time with the family and and uh, get outside some and try something new. So we're trying to you know once a month at least do a family. So even if it's a day trip somewhere, just get out, go hike, yeah. maybe go up, stay at night, and enjoy the lake sometime this summer, um, or the pond. As Patrick doing all that's overrated, and your kids will never remember it. Okay, <laughs> you're the one that's telling me to move more. I'm trying to move more. This is mutually beneficial. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I, I, I was just saying I, that it's no. Your you'd kids be are surprised. Never you'd be surprised. Huck Judd is three. We were in Tennessee uh, first week of December. He's still talking about it. Like, vivid detail. He remembers uh, things we've done. That's um, because Huck he's only three, and that's his entire life. <laughs> that's his only trip he's ever been on. Huck remembers stuff from four or five years ago. No problem. My memory sucks. I, I can't remember what we yeah, did. Yeah, mine's not great either. So, but, you know, drinking this this uh, Mad Tree beer will definitely help my memory. It's pretty good. So where's this place at? Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Here, I guess I could hold it up so you guys could see if I can. Mad Tree Mad Tree Thundersnow. Yeah, it's Scottish ale. It's it's pretty good. I I'm a, I like a Scottish ale. It, they're pretty good. It's it says it's inspiring madness what rooted in, in purpose, okay? And it's a limited release. Yeah, it's pretty good. What are you doing? I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to fix the shit now. You're not very good with tech, are you? No, I've, I'm putting something up on the on the TV screen that Randy can see. I sent oh, you. Okay. I sent a link in the in the the chat that we had to uh, Whispering Pines Castle, which is the castle that it was for sale in Rogers, Ohio. It was. It's so old. It was built in 1930. <laughs> and it actually looks more like a castle than Ravenswood Castle. Yeah, Ravenswood is four uh, towers. I'm, I'm doing air quotes for the listeners. I will say though, the place was clean. The staff was phenomenal. Uh, it was a good stay. Um, it, yeah, it's haunted. There's ghosts. Uh, we saw Sasquatch out there. In yeah, the woods. we should go squatching and record that. We should. We what it'll be is I'm going to record the show while you go run through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Take my shirt off and just shirt higher. Um, but there, there are the Piot castles uh, in Ohio. Those are more castley. And older. Uh, there's one down by Loveland in Loveland, Ohio, outside of Cincinnati, too. I forget what that's called, but it's supposed to. This guy in Loveland, Ohio. Go. Now I see it. So this one you're showing me is which one? So this that's is the one for sale. Okay. This was the one that was for sale. Apparently, it's now an event center. Yeah, that looks real, real old with the uh, conduit running up the outside to a light fixture. You like that? Well, they had that's, the, not, uh, even, that's it, not even well run conduit. That, that's called that's yeah. called adaptation. That's called horrible work. Well, uh, it is what it is. Poor craftsmanship. It is what it is. Poor craftsmanship. That doesn't look any bigger than that's. I didn't say bigger. I said better. I don't know that it is. It, it looks lo older. It, it looks older because it's got stained walls. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all it needs. That right, Patrick. All a castle needs is stained walls. No, that's stained just, with blood. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. I'll lay See? <laughs> of course, the Brits like, yeah, we invade people. <laughs> We've killed a lot. Um, well, we've owned, we've owned most of the world, so 
Yeah, but <laughs> did. <I> lost it. <laughs> we chose we chose to gave it back because you know we only kept the good bit. That was a mighty kind of you. We only we only kept the good bit. Yeah, <laughs> where it's always gray and rainy. Yeah, well, no, we got a little bit in the uh, middle of the Atlantic. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the Virgin Just Islands. In, the the that's U.S. Virgin Car- Islands. That's in the Caribbean, but we'll let you off. Well, that's where I'm planning on moving to, with or without uh, this. I'm out. Bermuda. Bermuda's still British. Is South it? South Atlantic. Yep. Yeah, no well, wonder everybody that goes to visit there disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to go. Yeah. I want to go visit uh, uh, Europe, though. For real, I would love to go over there because I, like I said before, I'm a history buff. Except I'd he knows like, no history. I actually know more history probably than anything, which isn't saying a lot. <laughs> that, that means I know three history. Uh, but I know I know nothing. Look so. up the Loveland Castle. Why do I want to do that? Because I want to see it so I can remember. So the story goes: this guy decided he wanted to have a castle, and he lived down outside Cincinnati. He started building this by hand. He did every single piece and part of it. He built the doors. It's historic. He built the... Like, it's a castle and museum. Yeah. See, that looks like it should be a castle, but it's, you know, it, construction began in the 1920s, so it, it's just a house. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I won't argue that, but it's a cool what house for a guy, like one guy just decided, Chap- I'm going to build this. Chateau Le, Le Poch. You are very... Your, your French is showing right now. Chateau La Roche. Is that what it is? I can barely see it. My eyes are bad. Martel's like, Chatter La Roche. Yeah. Chat- <laughs> there is a Chateau Martel. I want to, and I want to find it. It's Chateau in, it's in La Roche. La Roche. Canada. La Roche. There's apparently yeah. a Martel Castle somewhere in Canada, too, that I have rights to, but no one wants to claim the rights because they don't want to pay the back taxes on that shit. <laughs> it's probably not much. <laughs> That's been the... Well, no, if it's Canadian dollars, it definitely is. It's pocket change. Here. I, <laughs> I got a quarter and I can pay the taxes for... <laughs> for the castle. For the castle. For the house shaped like a castle. No, because I, I, I've always remembered Dad's story growing up of going to those real castles. I always thought it'd be really cool to go over there. I, I want to go to Scotland. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be beautiful to visit. There's actually a house for sale. Beth and I'll send each other these houses that are multi-million dollar homes all over the world. You know, you see them on Facebook or something. It's like, hey, you ready to move? Well, there's one in Scotland that was like... I well, how Pat- Patrick's not that far away. He can go check it out for you. Yeah, dri- <laughs> just drive up 15 minutes just to get there. Hop on the hop on the train. Yeah. Hey. and uh, But it was like, I forget how big the house. It was a decent-sized house and all this land, and it had like a bed and breakfast on it separate from the house. And it was like 150000 because they wanted you to be able to run the business, too. So you pay for the house, but then they paid you. I forget the whole arrangement. But I was seriously like, that might be worth looking into. That could be fun. You, know? you should look into that. Well, that was like a year and a half ago. It's probably gone. You should still look into it. Well, I'd, I'd have to get a passport. I don't even have a passport. Yeah. Most Americans don't. That's because we have so much to see here. Yeah. Look Grand how big Canyon. our country is. And we got all these castles to go look at. I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> I, don't, I thought I was going to need one this year for the season, but I highly doubt we're going to go race in Canada this year either. We didn't do it last year. Canada sucks. Canada. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a Canada That's just fan. one of my favorite lines from uh, Family Guy. They're all making fun of different nationalities. And like, like Meg's like, yeah, not like those gargantuan Swedes. And then 
the more you know star kind of like fake one flies her head. She's like, actually, the Swedes are blah, 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 and, and very prosperous people. And it goes through all the family members making fun of different nationalities. And he goes, and Peter goes, yeah, not like those freeland Canadians. And it turns dark. <laughs> him, and he just stares at the camera and he goes, what? Canada sucks. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Oh my! No, I'd, I'd I'd like to go. I'd like to go visit Canada and talk about how many guns I have. It was nice to go to Canada when you didn't need a passport. Yeah. Now I can't go to I can't go to St. Lucia without a passport. Now. Really? Yeah, you can't leave the U.S. and but, come back without a passport. Weird. I'm not leaving the U.S. I'm just driving through Canada to get to Alaska. <laughs> still, yeah, and you still have to have a passport for that shit too. You might as well just get in a boat and row your ass around. Just row around <laughs> Canada. Yeah. That's yeah. easier than getting a passport. Yeah. So this. So was the number twenty two car running this weekend? Did it run? Because yeah. I we didn't. Ran. Yeah. They. I don't know how. I've. I've never seen any of the IMSA broadcasting. Like they have their IMSA TV thing, but I think they pushed most of their stuff to like Peacock. Um, and obviously, you saw like they. Um, obviously, pay. A massive amount of attention to all the super high end cars. Yeah, like, it was all LP3 <clears throat> or the the LMP3s and the P2 stuff, and there was hardly yeah. anything on GT, uh, GTD or Pro. Yeah. So they never showed. Like I never saw the hard point, the '99 car once. In and I watched for a total of four hours, and in that four hours of watching, I never once saw the '99 car, and never saw the '22 car. Yeah, well, the '22 car wasn't wasn't last night. Okay. So they have, it's kind of divided into it, it. This thing's a totally different animal than like last year. So like with SRO, GT3 and GT4 are racing together. So they were always the pack that was, you know, kind of in the back that you end up catching up to. Right. Uh, TC was its own animal. The, the way they do it, because they have so many other things, GT4 is the faster class in the Michelin pilot challenge and TC. So it's GT four TC. So that's what our car runs in the 22. So we were, we raced on Thursday. Oh, okay. And, gotcha. Yeah. And, and most, I think all of our races are just like a standard two hour race, except for we have one coming up somewhere. That's a four hour endurance race. Um, GTD does all the big races. So they did the Daytona 24, which if we would have been able to, get everything ready in time. There was just so much going on with trying to get, you know, we, we barely got, got the car in time to, for the second race. Like it's, you know, I mean, everybody knows how crazy it's been. Um, but that would have been like an eight hour race for the, cause this is called the grand sport class. So it's GS. Um, but, uh, so we would have had an eight hour race for that, but GTD runs the 24 hour Daytona. Then this was the next race they had, which is 12. A lot of the races are like almost three hours or like two hours and 40 minutes because um, I think they have three drivers instead of two. Okay. Um, but most, so most of them, I think they, because I was looking through their schedule again, like they're going to Long Beach, but we don't go to that. We, we're in X races at Laguna Seca. Um, so we have like one long race, two if you count Daytona, and then most of them are just a standard like two hours. But GT has pretty much all the long stuff. Um, but that's just because they smash all those classes. So there's three different classes of prototypes. There's DPI, which is the, the really big one. That's the Meyer Shank team and those other guys. And then um, the Cadillac team won, which is, is weird to think that Cadillac's in racing. But 
they did really well. But they're um, in the proto- they'd be, but they're doing that prototype racing, right? So. Yeah, well, that's prototype has three categories. So there's DPI, which is Daytona Prototype International, which is like the big big dogs, um, like Jimmy Johnson's racing for that Ally car and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Meyer Shank has like Helio Castroneves and those big guys from like IndyCar, um, and then. LMP, the Le Mans prototypes, they have two, which is a step just under DPI. And then the three is the one that was uh, the car that I was uh, supporting this weekend after our team was done and packed up. So they have those three classes already. And then you have GTD and GTD Pro on top of that. So you have five different classes all running at the same time. Jesus. You know what? I definitely knew some of those words. I saw, I saw that. Uh, was it the the, D, the DPI cars, and the they look very similar to the LMP. Yeah, that's what... they, they almost all look identical. I think there's some very small things based on manufacturer because some of them is Oreca, other ones are. Um, there's like a, I never heard of it before, but Duquesne or Duquesne, whatever is they have their own version. Um, yeah. Cadillac is its own version. Acura, I think, is its own. Well, so I, no- I noticed two. that the the Acura had like a. The, the Acura had a like a double front spoiler versus like the Cadillac that had like some spoiler well, they and a probably, half yeah, they on probably the front have and a similar splitter, but then some of the cars run single dive planes, which is the little wings on the side, and then or they run two. Um, yeah, you know, and, and a lot of that I don't really understand a lot of it. Those cars are crazy, they're basically just like a chassis with some stuff bolted onto them. It's a <coughs> it's basically a rocket ship. Well, they are they're 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 single seat race cars with a roof on them, yeah. So I've they're like F2, F3 with a full body, yeah. I've not been in the world of racing the way that you guys are. I grew up, dad, you know, telling the stories of old muscle cars, and we're, we always help people build. That's what I'm talking Yeah, straight racing muscle cars. Yeah. That's a different yep. level, though. And between our last talk with, with you guys, especially Patrick, and w- when we talked about our top five cars, and yeah. Patrick said were any of his not American. <laughs> um, <laughs> between then and now, though, I'd recorded it and forgot. I saw Ford versus Ferrari for the first time. Yeah, and I, that's like, awesome. I knew of the story. But it was just fascinating. Which, to me. Well, which one? Because there's an actual documentary out Not there. Not the documentary. The and then there's the Brad Pitt, the Brad Pitt movie. Brad Pitt, that one. Yeah, that one. Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris uh, Pratt movie. Um, I watched that movie. Now I've seen and read and studied a lot about it because I've always liked the story of the GT40. How Ford goes, we're going to do something no American's ever done. And yeah. I, I just, I just that that kind of it's kind of like Harley and the Davidsons. That's also a movie. But there's a lot of fact based on it. How Harley was going to set out to be the one of the best. You know, they're going to compete. Yeah. I like the story of it. Um, Patrick, my my question is: Well, first off, I was trying to look for an old message. Jason, you mentioned me in your story on Instagram on March 9th. I just saw that. Thank you. I don't know what it was. It's gone. Um, <laughs> I don't Instagram a lot. Um, but uh, so the Ford versus Ferrari. How do you think that? Well, there's a how, there's how, a there's how, a better documentary out there than that I, movie. I know I know of it. I know what you're talking about. And I've never seen it. It's produced by Adam Carolla. Okay, I'll have to look that one up. I'll check that I, out. I'm trying to figure out how I want to word it because I it's I, I I always like getting Patrick going for the different perspective. I've only <laughs> been in America. I've not traveled. I've not traveled the country. That's all that matters. Let alone the, <laughs> let alone the world. I didn't cross the Mississippi <laughs> River. I did not cross the Mississippi <laughs> River until I was on Fat Guys in the Woods. 
Or no, I went to Branson, Missouri when we were like, I was 17 or 18. We all went to Branson, like extended family, like three generations. But other than that, I've never even been west of the Mississippi until I went to Arizona. But so yeah. the Ford, the Ford GT40 in that story, beating the Ferrari was when everybody, obviously, and for good, good reason, thought there's no way Ford can do this. How is that perceived over there? Is there, is there a appreciation for what Ford did then? Uh, yeah, there'd be an appreciation for what Ford, Ford did, but I mean, I mean, as a, as a British guy, I find it quite funny because the Italians will have lost their shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, there would have like been, been a lot of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, <laughs> it, it, that's the same shit when Lamborghini yeah, walks we'll, into Ferry Ferrari's office and bitches about the, yeah. how the car's made. And then he's like, fuck it. I'll just go build my own car. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's that entrepreneurship. Yeah, it, I like that story too. It's that's cool to me because it, in in my mind, what Ford did, especially not only building a car that can compete, but going one, two, and three, elevates everybody, right? Because now it goes, okay, we've got to step up our game. So yeah, it's good for yeah. the for motorsports as a whole. You just described yeah. this podcast in a sentence that we make everybody else step up their game because yeah. we're so freaking good. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, look, we're so we we're so good that no one wants to listen to us because they're afraid to step up. We've their made game. so we've we've helped so many other podcasts up their game that everybody listens to them now instead of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> People are like, wait, there's better podcasts out there? Thanks for the heads up. That actually had me. I was listening to a true crime podcast, and they did a joint thing. It was a three-part series. Part one was on both podcasts. And they're like, if you want to hear part two and three, go to this podcast. So I did to finish that series, and then I just kept listening to that podcast and haven't gone back to the original one. No. <laughs> I think like, that's the dumbest thing y'all could have done. I haven't listened <laughs> to them in seven months because they did that. That's that's on them. Yeah, I agree. I was like, that's bad marketing. I will, I will never do that with the bourbon hunters. No, screw them. Ever again. <laughs> actually just look at their instagram i was like oh they've stopped tagging me in posts they did it i just didn't realize it yeah <laughs> it would have been fine dude's still tagging everybody Every, he's, yeah. he's just adding on to everybody he's tagging in all of his whiskey posts i should probably start posting yeah you, should, you really should you're bad about that i don't post shit on our instagram page I don't even have the password to our Instagram page. I had to change it because I got hacked. Oh, <laughs> that explains <laughs> it. Um, yeah, no, I just, I, I just thought it was a cool story though. Seeing that it was a Hollywood version of the Ford versus Ferrari yeah. story. There, there was one. So, I still occasionally listen to Corolla, and he was talking about when he was in the process of making that documentary for Ford versus Ferrari, and. He announced it on the show. He's like, oh, I'm in the process of doing this documentary. We're talking to, you know, Enzo Ferrari's uh, grandchildren, and we're talking to these people, you know, Henry Ford's kids. Brad Pitt. We're doing this. We're doing that. And we, we've got all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, this Hollywood version, like, starts shows up as he's in the middle of doing this documentary with the family of Ferrari, with the family of Ford, with the Le Mans people, with all this other shit. And he's just like, are you guys fucking kidding me right now? Well, what, like, I, what I didn't know... And again, they produced their movie before he got his documentary out. Like, yeah. And he was just like, this is bullshit. He's like, I don't... But I don't give a... He's like, I'm still going to do the documentary. Yeah, you still got to do it. And I'm still going to get the actual story out there. And yeah, I appreciate gonna, that. I appreciate a good story based on facts. Yeah. And I, I think I, I like, but I do like a good documentary. Patrick license in there, I think. What's yeah. that? I said, it's, it's cool to have a good movie. And it was. Like, I could watch it all the time, but... There's always some theatrical license in there, I think. That oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that happens yeah. with every movie. Like, like I, the the movie that is the most different from 
what it was based on? Guardians no. of the Galaxy. I don't know anything Like, about that was that. complete and total fact, and they just blew that into, like, a fictional movie <laughs> about space travel. <laughs> Talking raccoons. No, He's uh, not a raccoon. T- tenth grade, we had to do a book report. The teacher passed around, like, this list of, like, 30, 40 books to a class of 20-some kids, right? You check one off, next person goes, you check, you know, you put your initials by it. And it got to me, I'm, like, halfway through the class, nothing's going to be left, right? I see Forrest Gump. I'm like, I've seen that movie 50 times at least by this point. I sign up for Forrest Gump. The list gets back of the teacher. He's looking over. He knows me. He's like, this kid's a slacker. I, I am. I take tests really well. I never do homework. And I, I pass. You're still a slacker. And it, Oh, absolutely. I, I do what I have to do to get by. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> with a little help from my friends. But uh, he looks at it. He goes, Forrest Gump. I said, yep. And I kind of smiled. He goes, you ever read the book? I went, nope. He went, good luck. And he gave me this look, and I was like, uh-oh. Dude, I read the book Forrest Gump. It is nowhere near the movie. And that book, it he's usually on is set not. with Raquel Welch. He's dressed up in a gorilla suit for one of her movies. He plays a gorilla. Uh, like, he goes to space. Like, it's, no, it's like off the wall different from the movie. Yeah. I actually but, like the book less after seeing the movie first, which is weird. Usually, it's the other way around. Yeah. Most people say the book's way better than the movie. The book was entertaining but after seeing the movie because the movie made it Forrest Gump was that first movie in my mind where they it related him to so many historical events right yeah well they tried to tried I mean so I got shut in the butt box (laughs) it's just but uh yeah so with the back to the Ford vs Ferrari and the the licensing thing I just thought it was a really cool story when the three-part series Harley and the Davidsons came out never wanted a Harley never in my life is that the same as Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man no that was a pretty good documentary. Um, they came one, out of Hollywood. This one was uh, this, just the story how they got started, what all they went through, how they almost shut down, how they pulled through. It was a really cool story. And by the end, I went, yeah, I need a motorcycle. Like, I've ridden motorcycles and dirt bikes a few times in my life. Never the desire to own one. And I got done with that series. I was like, I need a motor. Interestingly enough, it made me want an Indian Scout more than a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they're sweet, but they're like... I've had a couple Harleys, but I, I like, and I love them. Well, the I problem with the end, like, you could buy a good Honda, 1300 you know, you Get yourself Honda a Goldwing. For... Or a Valkyrie. Three, four grand. You do that in a yeah. Harley, you're spending fifteen twenty. You do that at Indian... Oh, I spent a lot more than that. Well, I'm, I'm talking old old yeah. used one. I'm talking like 20 years old oh, yeah, used, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yep. I, can, I can buy a 90s, 2000s Honda Shadow... 13 C or 1100 CC, whatever, few grand. Harley, you're spending 10, 15, 20. Indian, you're spending like 50 to 70. Like they are stupid priced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked in a few years, but it's just like ridiculous. Well, they're making a comeback now, too. And then I found Suzuki makes an Indian knockoff that is, they literally took everything off the Indian Scout and just shrunk it like two inches. So it's not the same. So I was like, oh, Suzuki, it is. They did the 15% <laughs> copyright change. Yeah, that's what it was. So. Um, Patrick, how big are bikes over there? I mean, do you guys have a lot of motorcycles over there? They're the same size as they are in America. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well played. (laughs) No, they're not big, idiot. Did the same thing that Randy would do to somebody. Exactly. That's why I laughed. I I almost said Patrick's just a a better British version of me. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty pretty popular, you know. But it's just, uh, no, I'm not a bike man. That's that's the thing. I've ridden them, and every time I ride one, I like it. But the thought of me getting one, my biggest thing is, 
I will ride within my abilities. I don't trust other people's abilities. I don't trust. <laughs> uh, like some, some yeah, abilities. You just need to get a big touring bike that's comfortable because some of those bikes are just miserable. Oh yeah. Some 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 of my buddies ride the ride super bikes. They've got like the uh, thousand C, thousand cc yeah. like legit road bikes. They can do. Like, one of my, one of the guys is like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd sit on 140 down the roadway, <laughs> like, yeah, but then like, he says, yeah, you're not looking ahead of you, you're just hoping. Yeah, I, mean, so I was like, pretty much. Plus, plus, you know, I, you know, when I was a little bit younger, I was six five, so trying to curl me up like I look like a pretzel. <laughs> so what? Do you, so what are you now? Six four? Yeah, shrinking. Yeah. My spine's compressed a bit through rugby and uh, lifting weights. I got well, I got the same sorry. problem. I used to be six two, now five eleven and a half. I've definitely experienced shrinkage over the years. It happens. <laughs> I mean, it just so. Uh, so how 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 big are the Renault Robins over there? Renault. Yeah. The the, the, the Robin. Robin. Yeah, the Robin. Do you have one of those? No. You want one? What is that? I'm gonna have to Google it. Isn't that a French thing? Yeah, it is a French thing. But yeah, it'll be called something else in, in the UK and Europe. There you go, Randy. Oh, that's the one. Okay, that Clarkson but, flipped. Yeah, there's one. <laughs> you need to get one that's on oh, airbags. It's bagged. That, no, that's a Reliant Robin. Reliant not a well, Robin. Ah, uh, well, a Reliant, that, that three wheeler thing. Yeah, the three wheeler, the plastic pig. Yeah. I found a pink one that's on that's airbagged. The good like, news about that is if you drive it that right. low, you won't flip as easily. No, it looks like it's yeah. kind of body dropped as well. Yeah. The um there's actually a James James Bond version of it. It's called the Bond Bug. They are awesome. Okay, look at the Bond Bug because now I'm intrigued. All right. Bond bug. See, in America, we all grew up riding three-wheelers, so we know those things will flip. Yeah. <laughs> if you try to turn have, while moving at all, you will roll a three-wheeler. I, I have flipped several three-wheelers in oh, my... Oh, man. The Bond Bug. Do you own a Bond yeah. Bug? Have you ever seen a Bond Bug? <laughs> it says the best three-by-three by, three by far. <laughs> like, who are you competing with? <laughs> is, it, is it three-wheel drive? Yeah. No, no. It's, it, I don't no, know so it's probably just rear-wheel. It's rear wheel drive, but yeah, it's it, it was legitimately they used them in they used them in a Bond movie. I can't remember which one. Oh, that's but yeah, funny. They, I I I've actually seen this thing on Top Gear. I like how that British Top Gear old. I like how the hatch opens up because then I'd be able to like, actually get in it. I yeah. wouldn't fit in it, but I'd be able to like get in it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen these on the old Top Gear UK. They had one on there. I want one of those. Uh, I said as like Steve Urkel drove. BMW yeah. Setta. Like, you was um you got me you got me thinking because I wanted to know when uh, when Le Mans was actually happening and it's it's like in June I was thinking oh I was like oh, I've got some time off so I'm looking at, I've been looking at tickets and like you get a general hospitality ticket with a catering and a free bar um five hundred dollars for the weekend that's cheap so that seems not bad yeah I'm, I'm... so. Uh, I'm that that gives you GA, yeah, GA admission, terrace, uh, terrace with a track view, parking, um, and yeah, catering an open bar. And I was like, I reckon I can drink a couple of hundred euros in a weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Challenge <laughs> accepted. Absolutely. Oh, so here I, we go. I was like, have some of that. 
I just found yeah, a Volkswagen-powered 1957 BMW Isetta 300. What you just found is a fast P. That looks literally... You guys can't see this, and I'll, I can try to send the link, maybe. But it's literally a... It's green. It looks like a P, and it has a Volkswagen... It's a, I think it's a turbo motor. I was say, it looks Air-cooled turbo, turbo, oh, turbo motor on it. This thing will yeah, do wheels like the, all day. Um, Oh no! Yeah, like the big there, the that was BMW's ripoff of the uh, Messerschmitt bull car. Oh okay. The the Messerschmitt. We can't spell, we can't spell Messerschmitt over here. We can barely spell spell over we here. We can't even say Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. 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 You know what? Just pass the ketchup. Worcestershire sauce. Give me the horsey sauce from Arby's. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Americans can say horsey. We're good at that. Yeah. 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 We suck. We're we're treasonal and colonial. But we're free. We are as free as our government allows us to be. That's right. Yeah. Don't we are free it. to pay taxes on taxes on taxes. Which is ironic yeah. if you think about what happened, you know, so many hundreds of years ago. <laughs> mm. The government went no taxation without representation. Okay, we'll be here. <laughs> just yeah. wait around for it. Thanks for voting on me. <laughs> I just gave myself a raise. Oh man. Let's see here. So there's a. I've been listening to a few podcasts, and there's there's conspiracy theories going on. Uh, Patrick, I don't know if you're aware of that. The Queen has actually passed. And they're just not making it public. Oh yeah, have you heard about that? Uh, yeah, but someone someone did say that the other day. Wasn't um, she just on TV the other day? Was she? Yeah, but you never you never know when. Yeah, when was that recorded? I don't know. Is it like a Michael Jackson hologram? I don't know. You think the Queen and Michael Jackson and Tupac are all hanging out? Probably in Bermuda in, with Biggie. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that actually. It was on the way out here. I was listening to a different podcast uh, since I don't listen to ours because it's terrible. And they were talking about that. And I was like, huh. And this was after I found out you were going to be on. So I wanted to remember to ask you if that was a thing over there, if people were talking about it. Yeah, no, they are. It's, um, it's, it's been reported by multiple media sources that that is a hoax. I figured it was. I mean, anything like that that I she, can't find she really had, she, on. She, she she did uh, about a month ago. She did have COVID. Uh, she has moved from Buckingham Palace to Windsor, and I don't think she'll be returning to Buckingham Palace. She wants to stay in Windsor because it's just a nicer place to live than central London. Well, yeah. Um, so um, live yeah, in the country. Gonna, she, she she's well. It's not exactly in the country. I'll say that. Well, it's better than living under a gigantic clock that dings every hour. Um. She probably lives next to one that dings every hour. Most. <laughs> so we have a we we all fly our flags on every house. You guys just have giant clocks that are allowed every hour. <laughs> well, no, every um every every church steeple, um, like the older churches, they all have a clock which will, and there will be a bell chimes every hour. That used to happen here, uh, in my hometown. They... Yeah, then you probably shot it. Uh, well, pretty close. No, we just shot the guy ringing the bell. There's a literal guy yeah. up there ringing the bell. 
Um, yeah, I think there's like one now in our whole town. There used to be like seven or eight. And my, my town's not big by, well, it's probably giant by <laughs> British standards, but uh, I, I know it's huge by Japanese standards. Uh, what? <laughs> what town are you in? I'm in a town called Circleville. You can look up Circleville, Ohio. I think the population's, I know it was 13,000 when we moved there years ago. I moved out, moved back. Sure. You're gonna see yeah, it's not it's not a big town. It's not a small town. It's just yeah, a town. It's it's an average town here. It's a bit. It's a bigger town than New Plymouth, Ohio, which I looked at and I was like, I think there's probably five houses there. And they're yeah, they're not in good shape. <laughs> New Plymouth, Ohio, is not fantastic. So, oh, fourteen thousand two forty eight is our population as of this year. Uh, Martel's now looking up Toronto, Ohio, where he's from. I was actually born in Columbus, Ohio. I lived the vast majority of my childhood there. Uh, moved to Circleville in middle school. Toronto, Ohio, 4,821 people. I can't believe that many are still there. I can't believe that that many people are still there either. There's nothing up there anymore. We had 13 churches, 22 bars, and 15 pizza shops in a three-mile area. It was <laughs> ridiculous. That's why there's only 4,000 people there. There's nowhere for houses. Well, we the town the town that Joy live in and was born in Rothwell, just as I catching um Northamptonshire. We have this day every year where they read the the town charter gets read. It's called the the town of proclamation it gets read every year, uh, and the pubs the pubs are allowed to open at six a.m. in the morning. Jeez, uh, it's a great day as well. If it falls on a if it if it falls on a bank holiday, so you don't have to take the day off, it's even better. So, I mean, we'll, so, we'll start drinking at 6 a.m. Right. for St. Patrick's Day, which just happened. Yeah. And which, none of us are Irish. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, but what they happen is the, uh, the town charter is read outside every current public house pub and every listed building that was a public house. So it gets read outside. There's like. So they walk around 12, building to building and read it? They yell, hear ye, oh, hear ye. On horseback, <laughs> it's the, the, the town crier goes around on a horse, and he has his people escorting him. And then there's massive fights outside every pub. It's brilliant. Oh, I want to go. <laughs> I was gonna say that's not, that just made it sound cool. I just I want to go. It sounded now. really dumb until you said that. So I got something. Uh, th- I got something quite humorous here. So I'm looking at the population for my hometown of Toronto, Ohio, and. The, popu- the the numbers don't make they don't add up. So it says the population is four thousand eight hundred and twenty one, but there's five thousand eighty three white people there, one hundred nineteen <laughs> black or African American, two or more other races, two Asians and two American Indians or Alaskan natives. Yes, I, hold on, Alaskan no, no, no. native. I know the two Asian people. Of course you do. <laughs> it's because they say. Oh, I was about to say something. It's my my buddy Atley and his son. It's the only out. well. It's the only two Asian people left in Toronto. Well, yeah, it's because if you go to Toronto, Ohio, they stand out like a yellow thumb. Oh, wow! <laughs> that's, that's, it's been a while yeah, since we've had a playfully deep. racist joke. I. I'm it's gonna, okay. I'm gonna have an Asian to, friend. I'm gonna have to ble- break out the bleeps again. I had to. So last episode, Patrick was he just politely sent me a text and said, "Hey, can you just remove any of the the references to my." To my career, and I said, "Yeah, that's fine. I can do that." Mo, I get a message from Mo like the next day that he damn near choked on his pretzels because it just went to bleep. 
bleep, 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 bleep. Sounded like he was cussing up a storm. <laughs> and I said, I'm just going to start randomly adding in bleeps. Just here and there. Just over things so that no one knows what the hell's going on. When you go on one of your cussing rants, you should bleep out every not cuss word. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Bleep, fucker. Yeah, no, the uh, it's uh, basically the, the, the one in Rothwell, the, every, the whole of the town goes out onto the streets. Everyone is drinking at 6 o'clock in the morning, so by 8 o'clock, if you're not one of the people drinking, you've got to try and drive to work. And it, you're literally <laughs> driving through what looks like a battleground because there's bodies everywhere. Oh, just, I, need, I, need to, I need to come right? to this. That's, I was going to say that. But it's, it's, it's one of these days. You go out, uh, you, 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 your alarm goes off at 5 o'clock, you're out the house by... 5.30, and you're walking down, like, everyone will walk and congregate down on the main streets downtown. So you leave your house with a can, so you're cracking a beer at 5.30 in the morning, walk down the hill, meet your mates and a big group, drink until about 8 o'clock, and if you're okay, then just some random house, somebody will go, I'm doing a fry-up, and, like, there'll be 50 people just rock up at this dude's house. That sounds like an OSU football game down on campus. <laughs> it kind of does. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such good fun. It, it's it's one of the days I've, I haven't been to it for years because I'm, I'm living away, but now I'm back. I'm so tempted to take that day off. And when, when, rock up when's this up. happening? Uh, it will be... It's always at the end or the beginning of May. Oh, I don't know if they can get what, over there it, by it's, then. It, it's the first Monday of Rothwell Fair. We're one of the few towns in the country that still has a street fair, like amusement park rides in the middle of like in the middle of the street. They close off the town, basically. Hell yeah. It's that's the pumpkin it, show. Yeah. yeah, that's the pumpkin show. Yeah, Circleville. Look at the Circleville pumpkin show. You'll they, be blown the, away. Um, they close off blocks, not just our a whole street. town shuts down for a week. Oh no, we we have um, the main street going through the town, and we have this huge market square, which is essentially the town's car park for everyone going to work. And they just go, nah, "Screw you! You're not doing that." For the next <laughs> and they shut that hope, hope you got vacation time because you ain't parking down here. <laughs> well, like every Monday, they legitimately have the town market every Monday, and it's like, "Wow, oh, that ain't happening." So there's all these. It's, yeah, it's how, it's that's comical. how pumpkin show so is. Funny. For me to get to my house to park, I have to get a pass from the police station because the roads are blocked. Oh off. no, we, we don't bother with that. We like going to for me going to work. I have to legit drive through the town, and there's like literally it's down to like a single, a very narrow single lane, so you can get a standard car through there. You guys with trucks would be fucked. <laughs> my no, Link, we wouldn't. My Lincoln would yeah. Oh, we'll make it. We'll we'll get through it. Ground clearance <laughs> is key, my friend. Dude, I've seen the, I've seen what happens when a Ford F one fifty collides with something or a Hummer collides with something. You your cars fold like a biscuit. <laughs> That's why I drive Toyotas. Biscuits are good. My Lincoln ain't folding like no biscuit. No, your Lincoln. My Lincoln can fold in half and still be ten feet long. Your mate, your Lincoln isn't getting through the town on the, when the streets are. <laughs> your Lincoln ain't getting through the town when the streets are open. I was no. saying, I'd hate to try and turn around in that thing over there. You couldn't turn around in my driveway in the damn thing. That's true. I'd that was like a yard. twenty point turnaround. Yeah, it was. It was hard to leave Martell's house. Did, did you have to turn around because you can't reverse? No, I reversed several times. Believe me. <laughs> No, you oh, you mean the reverse? reverse? No, I can reverse. Drive. Actually, I drive really well backwards. I've driven a lot in my life. But the turning radius on that car is, so, is, yeah. is shit, and he, like, 
pulled into the wrong spot well, initially. Martell's got a long driveway, too, because here in America, we all have to have our own land, you know, because uh, freedom rings, and we don't like being near each other. I really <laughs> like paying the government money, so I got as much so, land as I could possibly get. Yes, I can back all the way down his driveway. It's the driveway. Actually, when I learned to drive... My parents' drive is just a bit longer than his. And you I still and couldn't have backed down the driveway because you pulled in facing the garage. So you still had to back up 18 times just to get turned around. I could have backed that way. Potato, tomato. Yes, I can drive backwards. That's not an issue. I'm like Mater on, on cars. I'm uh, f- I'll, I'll race backwards. I don't know if I'd go that far. That <laughs> just, a, che- hey, just, check, just check it. Don't worry. It's a cartoon. No, I, but there is there is a guy, a YouTube guy, found he doesn't have any followers, but he's got a Lincoln, and he's somewhere in Germany. I forget the name of the town, but it's like a little, like it's a village, and when he drives that thing, it's hilarious because he's just like, love this car. Let's see where I get stuck today. Like he just knows he's going to have trouble. He's like, the car drives great. It always starts. It runs well. It's comfortable. Can't turn. Like just a standard turning down a, an alley. He's like, nope, not going that way. I don't know that I'd want to drive a car that big. I mean, it's it, it's it's a. When I first went to look at it, I was like, I I don't even like this car. When I drove it, I went, I want this car. I don't know why it's weird. It's way more fun. To, it's not fast. But well, it's, no, it's like driving the most comfortable sofa down the road, <laughs> and then everybody looks at it and goes, "That's beautiful," and I want one. Or my grandpa had one. Or you know, my dad saved his whole life for a Lincoln. You know. It's just, it's it's weird. I honestly don't look at that thing and go, "It's beautiful. I want one." I say, "Jesus Christ, that fucking thing is massive." What are you getting gas mileage? Don't care. I've never checked. Well, I know most people don't. I don't pay for <laughs> gas in my daily, so I've I've not looked at gas prices in three years. If I need gas, I pull into whatever gas stations I see next. Yeah, but that's a that's a privilege that you have that most people don't. I, absolutely. Now, if I had to drive that car daily. I'd be getting like a 95 Civic real quick. <laughs> like something I can pay 500 bucks for, put in 87 octane, 85 octane if I can find it and not care if it blows up. That's why I bought that S5. That S5 got 30 miles to the gallon. You weren't putting in no 85 octane in that. You're right. I was not, but I still got 30 miles to the gallon. I was happy. Yeah, it was a fun car. And it was fast. Yeah, I got 68. <laughs> yeah, we know. Well, yeah, it, it's a cute I, I'd like to, I'd, 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 What do you I'd drive like over there? Vespa. What, what, do, I, what do I drive? Yeah. BMW, BMW 220 Sport. Oh, just a BMW. Uh, D- Diesel. Just a BMW. Diesel. Get an M5. M3. I used to want an M3 growing up. Uh, to be honest, man, there's a guy who lives. Uh, there's a guy who lives on the bottom of my hill. He's got an M2, and it <laughs> is beautiful. Yeah. It is just a beautiful car. But to be honest, if I buy, an, if you know, I'm I'm going to hold on to this one until. Because if I get a permanent contract at my current employers, I am eligible to get on the company car scheme. See, that's what I got. I got which, a company car. Well, yeah, oh, so, hold on. Um, I'm American, so I have a company truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be getting a C, C250 uh, coupe. Okay. Do they pay for the gas, all so, the maintenance and all that? No, it's it's a... It's an ownership thing. It's we get um, discounted. Um, we we get them a discount price rather than a full company car. But it's yeah, you, it's your access to it. So we we get them. That we actually we still pay rental on the car, but it's ridiculous cheap. Gotcha. Yeah. 
so, Canadian dollars uh, instead of, it's not even instead of pounds. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing. It's like the, I, I was trying to price one up the other day, get a C250 AMG, which is the C43 engine, and it's just an absolute monster. And it's like you can like the sta- the standard rental charge if you're renting that is like like five six hundred pound a month. I'm like I am not paying that. And if you get it through the company car scheme, it's like one hundred and fifty pound a month. Nice. <laughs> that's nice. And now I'm pa- now I'm paying that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good discount for that car. I'm yeah. about I'm to like, look up think... and see if I can find one of these a two series Grand Coupe or, or Coupe as coupe. you said in a diesel. 51.4 to 61.4 miles per gallon on the diesel motor. Why do we as Americans pronounce toupee as toupee, but coupe as coupe? Uh, We're dumb. Because we don't put the little accent mark over the E typically. Like when we drive our Porsches? Yeah, but doesn't well, toupee have two Porsche. E's in it? It does. I was hoping you want to bring that up. See, this is why we can't have smart people in here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you and your stupid rental car. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, coupe and sedan. Exactly. I, we, I can, I can call it coupe. I'll call it coupe. I don't, whatever the, whatever it is, but it's Porsche. <coughs> Porsche. It's Porsche. Two door. And <laughs> the, uh, but looking at the mileage on this for a diesel, I may. Although the diesel right now is like seven dollars a gallon. It's it's up there. Yeah, because you're only using half the amount you would on petrol anyway, so you still win it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Idiots at the helm right now. Can I can I roll coal with a diesel uh, with a BMW diesel BMW? Oh yeah. You know what rolling coal is, Patrick? No. Okay, go no. to YouTube. <laughs> Hold on. Jason's like, I Jay, know what that. Jason and me are on the same page. Like, yeah. that's what we grew up in. Go on YouTube, Patrick, Jay, and put rolling coal. Just and find a big uh, diesel truck video. Uh, I, I I don't have YouTube, so I don't know what you're about to find, but I guarantee you. One of my favorite ones Roll. is Rolling Coal or Roll Coal. It'll probably be a Dodge Cummins. Nine times yeah. out of nine. Cummins better than blowing. Nine times out of 9.1 times, it's a Cummins. Oh, dear, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, absurd. It's this is what I live in right now. It's just a bunch there of assholes. People in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> it's not Northeast Ohio. It's all of Ohio. Yeah, I travel true. the state. I see it. And you got to have a five or six inch exhaust sticking out of the front of the bed. And then they get 20 inch rims with the yeah. rubber band tires. You're not going yeah. off-roading with those things. No, that's not yeah. the point. And then they put truck nuts on them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jay, going back to your previous comment, it doesn't really matter who's in power at the minute. Like, fuel prices are high worldwide, mate. And Americans are like, oh, I can't believe this. They're high worldwide. Yeah, uh, but you, can't, you cannot tell a stupid redneck that here. Trust us. <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh. You calling Jay a stupid redneck, but that's... <laughs> fuck. I know redneck man. I might be an idiot, but <laughs> rednecks probably no, yeah, no. Like not a country like, boy. <laughs> we're um, we're prices are high here at the minute, so yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's a worldwide thing at the moment. So well, the but so what I heard the other day was that the UK gets most of their oil from Russia. Whereas the U.S. only gets about three percent of our oil from Russia, four percent. The U.S. gets four percent, or the U.K. U.K. Okay. U.K. gets you get it's, uh, four percent uh, of its four percent of its oil and fuel from Russia. But the, the thing is, right? The thing that really pisses me off about this whole situation is like 
the moment it happened, fuel prices went through the roof. They're like, oh, you know, the supply issues. You're telling me that there's not millions of millions of litres sitting in these refineries. No. That, that, yeah, really, and I'm like... Yeah, well, I'm not telling you that because I don't know what a litre is. With, sorry, million, millions and millions of gallons. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Patrick. Right. Wasn't there a surplus of it just a year and a half ago where they were like, we have too much crude? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, we don't have any crude. Right. So, yeah, I agree. So with then, that. like, all of these fuel refineries that, like, for instance, we've got here on the on the south coast of England, there's massive fuel stores. You're, you're telling me that all of those have, uh, in the last 10 days were filled up by, were completely empty then, and then refilled by Russian uh, oil. Okay, it, we're 10 days into this and fuel has increased, increased in the UK 25%. Shit, we, we yeah, literally like, doubled. Yeah. We were at two dollars and some change, and now we're up in cards, man. Four and five dollars. Well, I mean, it's yeah. it's all the rich well, people. No, it's, it's the rich people who are getting richer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're they're controlling it, and I mean, it, it it's kind of it's like that being myself. It's like, what are you going? Why complain about you know gas prices? What are you going to do? Walk? Well, to me, it's not yeah. that. It's like you know something needs to be done about it. I don't know what that is. I am a dumb redneck. I'm a country boy. I'm an idiot. I see things and I go, that's wrong. And they say, well, if you don't like the country, leave it. I'm going, no, there's just things that are wrong. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I like America. Okay. I, I, I know, do too, but, but I, w- I would easily leave if Ohio. I could find some place to move warm. Anywhere warm. Anywhere warm. Afghanistan's oh, warm. No. <laughs> Afghanistan gets cold. No. Ah, it's a desert. It gets down to 60. You'll be fine. It gets below that. You'll be fine. Nope. Nope. They basically have the same weather that we have. Complaining, complain about the cold. You get cold for about two months of the year. Bullshit. <laughs> okay, well, we have to find cold. What's cold in freedom units? <laughs> Anything under seventy degrees is cold to me. Oh, bullcrap! That one day last week it was like sixty-five and sunny, beautiful. Just I didn't light wind. It was cold. Oh, it was beautiful. I don't care. Anything. Now it's not Jason's desert sandbox that he's living in with the sandstorms, but yeah, and tumbleweeds. Not so bad where 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 I'm at, but you get pretty far south, or even really north too, like where there's not a lot of stuff going on. It's it gets pretty windy and shit everywhere. So you you prefer to be in a bigger city, Jason? No, I wouldn't say bigger city. I'd rather be on the outskirts. I mean, that's kind of where we're at now, like. It's, like a we were in the middle, and I hated it. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Shouldn't say I hated it, but it definitely was different. And and just in Phoenix, man, when you're in the actual like city, it's just nothing but asphalt and concrete and buildings. It's like it's probably at least ten degrees hotter than it is if you actually venture out a little bit. It's crazy. Hang on, woman, Jason. Mm. You said anything below seventy? No, I said no, below I seventy. That was, yeah. Yeah, that's no, what I'm I mean. Still, no, I'm still good till no, no I mean, I'm still good till about forty. Brand, 40, 50, Brandon, yeah, I Brandon said anything below anything below seventy. That's twenty one degrees. For you, yes, yeah. Celsius. Yeah, that's seventy degrees that's Fahrenheit. A summer, that's a good summer's day. Thank no, you. I, I prefer you. seventy and hotter. He's a cold blooded lizard. Yeah, I need. Yeah, I need. Se- seventy is a, a, a good summer's day. It, I didn't say it wasn't good. When I pulled up to eighty five and above is where range. my sweet spot is. When I pulled up today and walked in the house, because I just knock and walk in usually, Martel was laying on his rock under his heat lamp. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, anything, uh, anything below 40 is not still cold, cold, but that's not warm. No. Cold, cold to I, me. I, I, wore, I, I wore a fleece jacket twice this past winter. Now, if I'm outside for a long time, I'll wear more. But if I'm walking from a car into a restaurant or my house, I don't even put a coat on. But let's be honest here. You're, I'm insulated. I, you're a porpoise whale. A porpoise whale. I, I, I used to, in, in, Norway, in Norway, from mid-November through till probably about now, I was dealing with minus 10, so that's 14 no. degrees. Nope. 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 I've, nope. I've nope. worked in less than that. Nope. And I used and I used to walk home from the gym in shorts. Nope. Yeah, Patrick's my kind of people. Well, where's Norway at in Germany? Maybe I'll move there. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're Go so dumb. You are so dumb. Go for it. Go no. for it. You think American? You think American politics is bad? Go to Norway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> I just feel like they just settle everything with some hack, some axe throwing, and a, a bit of light drinking. Well, they can't do heavy drink. It's too fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like a pay, terrible place was, to live. I was paying seven, seven to eight pounds for a small beer. Oh fuck that! Jeez, oh. that's like at a ball game here. Yeah, that's that is yeah, and, and that's a small beer. That's like like a can, no. like a small can. Yeah, just a twelve ouncer. I mean, Martel paid that for limited release beers here and there, but not that's not the norm. I don't even think that's this twelve ounce can. I think that's uh, what is it? Shit, those ones they sell at concerts and stuff. It's about sixteen bucks. I mean, they're big beers, but it's still it's like sixteen dollars if you want one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that's okay for you, Jay. You normally have one beer and go. No, I'm done. I'm not even a beer guy, man. I don't, Jason I don't goes. Drink. Can you give I me? I didn't the, mind a Corona, but Jason said, "Can you give me the sixteen dollar yeah, so like mug?" You're not a beer man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, can you give me the sixteen dollar mug, but only eight dollars worth of beer, please? <laughs> I'll be good. So yeah, right. So the, the the on the the Sunday night in Indy, we we go out and we're, we're sitting around a table. There's Jay, myself, Busk. I can't remember who else was there. Not Martell and Mo. No, we had left it by that no. point. No, I, the, don't, the, 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 I don't think Brandon was there, was he? Brandon wasn't there because he went. He was like, "No, I need to get a night's sleep." And I went in when I was yeah. went in the room. He was there. Was only he was still wide us. awake. Oh, was it? Yeah. Uh, it was probably Jonathan. Yeah, did the fuel. Yeah, yeah. So, and we go up, and I'm like, "We're like, I said, what do you want?" And I go through, and I ordered a particular beer. I I looked at my thing, and I ordered a particular beer, and basket ciders and stuff like that. And Jay was like, ah, can I get a water? I'm like, God <laughs> damn me. <laughs> yeah. Can I get an iced water at that? I was like, With a straw. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. I always order a water, even if I order a drink. Like the, the place we went, the uh, company store restaurant. I was like, I want a water. And then I tried one of their, uh, well, I sent a picture. Jason's in the one thread. It was a, Pink moonshine lemonade, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I order a water, but with a drink usually. I gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, no. We're we're in probably the most American bar you could have found in downtown Indy because it was full of American sports on TV and just NASCAR people hoods. sitting around it. 
Yeah. People it was, sit it was around. a dive bar, like a block a from some it was, a, it was a dive bar. It was, it was yeah. entertaining. Sports on every... I appreciate it when I walk into a bar and it's wall-to-wall TVs and there is 10 different sports on. I'm like, I can <laughs> sit here for hours. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We, we've, I, I've done that before. I'm going, well, when UFC fights first really became a thing back in the early 2000s and it was really ramping up, we go to B-dubs, pay five bucks, and be there for six, seven hours. Yep. Yeah. You, you, you just described every bar in, in the United States, though. Yeah, you I mean, it's, in, it's grown to that, yeah. but Walk in, wall-to-wall TVs everywhere. And, oh, yeah. Except some of them play The Bachelor. Not even bars, either. <laughs> even some restaurants. Like, you just go to a sit-down restaurant, there's still several TVs. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, I can appreciate that sort of thing. Yeah. So, it's, um, see, I want to go to, like, an old English pub, though. Oh, no, you can I can appreciate them. I do enjoy... You go in, small bar, couple of places to sit, log fire in the corner. I'm like, hey, get me. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, the, like the bar from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I forgot about that. I haven't seen that movie forever. Well, it's like when, when uh, F- I think it's pronounced Fado. It's an Irish pub yeah. in Houston. First one in. It's Fado. Um, it was right next to the tinderbox. You could go get a nice cigar, go to Fado's, get you a good beer, sit in one of those little Irish cubby table things. I don't know what you call them. Uh, Chaz. <laughs> it's, it's like, there's like the uh, walled-in booths um, or yeah. you know, a high-top corner table, and, and you can just sit there have a good cigar, and it's just like the atmosphere was either some someone playing acoustic guitar and singing that was actually decent, or you know, you got a fire going. It's real chill. I, I like that yeah. sometimes, and I'd love to go to... You want to go to the Winchester. That's the, the name pub? Of, that's, no, that's the name of the bar from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Shaun of the Dead. It's the Old Duke of Albany Pub, 39 Mason Road in New Cross. Well, my buddy, he, my one buddy is really is uh, into his Irish heritage, and he's real mild about it. He's not the guy that like tells everybody he's Irish or has tattoos that says he's Irish. He just like really likes his, his lineage. And he went to Boston and visited the oldest bars in Boston and all this, but he's like, they still aren't as old as, like, an old Irish pub, you know? Like, it'd be so cool to go over there and sit down where people sat 200, 300, 400 years ago. Um, What's the Is that where we signed the Declaration of Independence? No, that was Philadelphia. (laughs) 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 That was in Philadelphia with the Statue of Liberty, you idiot. Oh, okay. Um, The, what's the oldest pub in England? There's one, I know there's, I used to, I read an article about the oldest one in Ireland, and I forget the name of it. Quick Google, Martell's on it, click, clickety-clack. Oops. We're doing the American thing and just, <laughs> we're going to learn as we go. So, I found the eight oldest pubs in England. Why can we not find the one oldest? <laughs> because they don't just, uh, the, the, ye the old man in, in Scythe. No. Man of Scythe? The, uh, the, yeah. the porch house in Stowe in the Wold. 1251. See, that'd be cool to go somewhere like that and <laughs> sit down with them. Adam and um, Eve. The, the, so that that's no, in that's por- in Bolton. The port the porch house is in a village called is in a town called Stowe in the Wold in the Cotswold in England. It's from nineteen forty seven AD. Wow. Nineteen forty seven as opposed to ten eighty six? The Royal Standard of England. Wait, you said nineteen forty-seven AD? Yeah, that's that was forty years ago. Or well, sixty. Now. Sixty years ago. I keep thinking it's the nineties. You mean BC? No, AD. No, it's not before Christ. 
and a Domini. Well, so, so, hold on. Here, I found it. The porch house was 947. 947. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking 1947. I was like, we have American homes no. older than that. Okay. 947. That makes Nine, sense. Although, I, here, this is this is Randy's favorite place. Ye old Fighting Cocks. Yeah, it is. I would go there. 793. I, I'd go there with an American flag t-shirt and order a Bud Light. <laughs> and according to this, the oldest is the Old Ferry Boat Inn. At five sixty. Well, the the, uh, the the Guinness Book of Records has authenticated the one in the porch house at nine forty seven as the oldest. Okay, so that's, I'll roll with that. So yeah. that, that that's that's the authenticated oldest. But th- this is where they this is where they try and they'll have to try and decipher between pubs and inns. Yeah. So this is Stowe. It's at Stowe on the World in Gloucestershire, England. I'm sure you Stowe in the world in, in Gloucestershire. That's yeah. what I said. Gloucestershire. <laughs> I was going to say. I know you. I just want to get a. I just want to get a whole list of it's, British cities and have you read them. It's in Gloucestershire. You have to. You have to bring your Glock with you. <laughs> it's not safe. It's not safe there. <laughs> That's where Glocks are made, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> in Gloucestershire. Patrick seriously doesn't even know why he deals with us at this He's point. like, I fucking hate these people. <laughs> so what's what's the feeling about, uh, I'm sure there aren't many of them there, but American muscle cars, modern or uh, vintage? Pointless. <laughs> you just... <laughs> what'd you say, Jason? I said, uh, I mean, I suppose you have a point, but doesn't matter i mean the, the fact <laughs> because that even... it's like it's like i know it's funny i was because i was looking into this this now takes me on to i was looking into higher cars for my little trip to texas and i was thinking you know what can i get what can i get and this and that and they were like oh and there's people like oh you know i could rent it some dodge ram with a 6.3 hemi and i'm like all right okay i'm like because there's just no need <laughs> Call up Hennessy and ask if you can rent one of their cars. But I mean, the fact that you can get like you know Mopars pumping out seven hundred plus horsepower engines, manual transmission, rear wheel drive, just raw and power. The Hellcat, Hellcat's more of a road car instead of just like the Demon was a drag car, right? That's supposed to be a road track car, right? So, what's 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 a Hemi pushing out? A six three Hemi. It's going to be a couple of hundred. It's a six two supercharged, so it's they're they're like they're seven. over. If you put the if you put the whole race pack thing on there, because they give you like extra parts with some of those cars. Depends on the key you use. It's eight hundred and forty, I think. With the red key. Yeah. yeah, you see, you see, I I, I currently build going into a. <laughs> so it's the size of your the palm of your hand. Like it produces a thou- it, produ- it produces a thou- yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. The piston wow. heads on that thing can't be larger than a dime. <laughs> uh, it's, maybe maybe it's the bottom of this pint glass. <laughs> I bet it sounds great too. Oh man! All titanium parts. Oh, listen, uh, listen. No, not, no, not at all. Really. Um, listen to listen to a Formula One engine. 
from 2000. Okay, I'm talking like, but I'm talking street production vehicles. I'm talking you can order this, get it from a dealership, walk in, buy it, and go. Eventually, you can. The the one I'm making is the it's the it is a limited production, but it is it is. But it's something I could go to a dealership and see ten of them on the lot. No, it's limited production. I know that's that's my point. I'm saying for these are all these are well. If you want to pay two point five. Yeah, you can. Nope. No, thank I, you. But, then it's like, but it's like people are like, oh, yeah, I got this no Bugatti Veyron that does 200 miles an hour. Okay, cool. Just went, hmm, hold my beer. That's slow for a Veyron. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I know over here a lot of it. Uh, there are guys that uh, even say, I don't care how fast my car is. It's the feel. Uh, it's the, the rumble. You know, you get a camed engine, dual exhaust. It's a very yeah, machismo uh, thing. I, I love old drag I, cars, man. I think they're. I, awesome. I, I used to. I used to work for um, Jeep Dog, Jeep Dodge Chrysler. So we had the the big Hemi's coming in the five two and the six three and things like that. And it's like you start to have it's like you start up and you start up a modern car that produced that sort of power, and it would literally just purr at you. It makes this nice, nice noise. See, we like the bu- just, bu- 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 <laughs> that that makes yeah, that makes our yeah. boys tingle a little. I mean, I'm no Nissan fan, man, but I tell you what, you start those prototypes up, and they are pretty nice. Oh, I'm not saying no other yeah, car sounds better. Don't don't muffler. get me wrong; it's, it's a totally different tone and note. I agree with you all on that. And there are cars, but it's like you know, but it, I mean, it's a V8. It's just they, yeah, they just, Ast- it's Ast- like a it's muscle man. It's crazy. You know, you got the Aston Martin V8s, and they just purr at you. They those literally will purr. They do. They will of their gt3 cars just in general but like those things sound awesome when you start them up they do have a nice part to them they're like a cute kitty cat they have um the the newer astons when you buy the road production car they have this um they've obviously got the they've got the flap in the exhaust to control noise so that you don't make up too much noise when you get on the on the street so you hit a certain rev and it literally roars at you or yeah. you go in, or you go in and you pull the fuse out of that system, so you start it up and it just roars at you. Yeah, that's yeah. just like it, 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 I would do that in the dealer it, a lot. Yeah, before I even left. Just, yeah, with the guy like, salesman standing there. I wouldn't even bother. I'd be, I'd be like, um, "Hey, mate, get one of you guys out. Get them to add the offset out there. I don't want it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See here, we do electronic cutouts. <laughs> we'll do anything to get that wrong. Well, so my buddy has, I have a few friends with Camaros, uh, fifth gens. And they um, all have mullets. And they all sleep with their cousins, but that's beside the point. The <laughs> It's a requirement uh, to drive the a one Camaro. The 1LE Camaro is set up to be like a faster kind of a drag car. It's got the 6.2 in it, I'm going to say. Um, but my buddy's got a Z28, and this thing's a track car. It's phenomenal. It's got a 7.1. It's not loud and obnoxious. It's just got a good tone to it, and man, is it fun! It's just, it's just pure fun. It's it's raw power. I get there's faster things in the world, you know, but it's like that. I'll that just send you guys these pictures of uh, that. You know, I, I don't know. I'm sure you saw a Corvette brought out the C the C8R now for GT3 racing. Yeah, that and yellow one they had. Dude, the engine in that thing is unbelievable. It's massive. They had it on display. I'll send it to you guys. It was it was pretty wild, man. How did they end up finishing that 
that yellow Corvette because it was that yellow Corvette and that that green Lamborghini that were just back and forth on each other. Yeah, I didn't. Those guys, I think that's TR three racing. Those guys are are pretty cool. Yeah, I missed the end of the race. The uh, speaking of old muscle cars, my uncle. Well, it's my dad's cousin. I've always called him my uncle. Um, they raced this last weekend. He's an NHRA drag racer, and uh, yeah. years ago he he's worked hard his whole life, and he's always wanted a true 1970s Hemi Cuda, the NASCAR Hemi. Yeah. That NASCAR said this thing makes too much power. He wants a carb, you know. He wants an old school. Uh, so many years back, he found one in North Carolina. He lives down at Jacksonville at this point. Contacts the guy, drives up, looks over. Not street legal at all. It's fully. Fully built. Um, got the right engine, got the cage. Ends up getting it off this guy for twenty six grand. Okay. Ooh. The engine's worth more than that. Yeah. Takes it home, rebuilds everything. Well, he does some of the work, but he has guys do all the work. Talks to my dad. Cause him and my dad both went to uh, school to be mechanics back in the day. Um, so they've, they've done this their whole lives. But he paid to have a lot of high-end stuff done. And the one guy had paid to rebuild the engine. I forget the guy's name. There's no signage on his shop. He doesn't advertise. He's been working on these since back in the day. And his name keeps him so busy he can't see straight. Been doing it for like 40-some years. As this engine's getting rebuilt, the guy contacts my uncle and says, Hey, I think this might belong to somebody who used to race a NASCAR. I'm finding certain markets. There's no serial numbers on the engine, right? They didn't have them. No, he said, but there's certain markets. He said, do you mind if I make some calls? He said, no, I don't care. A couple weeks later, my uncle comes home from, uh, from work, and his wife's on the phone. She says, hey, it's for you. He's walking in, you know, drops his keys off, says, who is it? She goes, Richard Petty. He's like, oh, very funny, <laughs> very funny, you know. So he picks it up, says, this is Tim. <clears throat> hey, Tim, Richard Petty, how you doing? And he's like, he just froze. Richard Petty came down to check it and verify if it was one of his engines. And he got oh, and everything. Cool. Wow. And he's still out there. He ran a 9.9 quarter mile uh, on pump gas with a carved engine. And there are guys out there with more modern setups that can't hang with them hardly, you know. And it's just an old school. The engines are awesome, man. Oh, it's just an old school, beautiful orange 71 Hemi Cuda. Oh, yep. it's just, again, not the fast in the world. Not practical for anything but drag racing. But it's so cool to see. Yep. <laughs> he's supposed to be bringing yeah. it to Ohio for uh, Mopar Nationals. Oh, July. Cool. Yeah, so he wants us to go to the track with him that weekend. So yeah, it's just, it's just it was, but see, it's, that's to be too. That's cool, but not because just because it's a really cool car, an American classic, raw power. But the story behind that engine, you know, is like, yeah, I, that's just cool to me. I know. That's pretty awesome. Do you? Um, so Jay, did you see the uh, Grand Prix today? No, I didn't. <clears throat> have you have you before I say anything about it? Have you recorded? No, I know what the results are. I saw it dramatically change there at the end. I guess <laughs> yeah, the final the final two laps. Whoever is uh, running Mercedes Formula One team's Twitter account is a savage. Oh, I'm sure. Um, they, they when Max went out, they were like, "Oh yeah, cool. We're we're up to P three P P P three P four and." Checo Perez of uh, Edgefell, and he went, "Oh, that's that's what we like to see." Are <laughs> <laughs> they taking um, over for Honda this year? Didn't Red Bull produce their yeah, own? Yeah, 
No, it's it's still the Red Bull engine. They're still they're still Honda supported. It's just it's under the it's under the name of Red Red yeah. Bull powertrains. But so many staff left our building to go and work there. Apparently, so I'm like, okay. But yeah, we'll see. But um, Kevin Magnuson fifth, so good, so good. I love it. The, um, the, the it's the first time like since I've been watching Formula One now in the last couple of years. It's the first time I've seen Gunter Steiner like doing a post-race interview with Sky Sports here in the UK. Uh, yeah. You know, because you know, no one really wants to speak to him. Come, they you know come last. Apart from when Grosjean burst into flames a couple of years ago, no one speaks to him yeah. post-race, and they they did an interview with him, and they clearly had to say to him, "Listen, Gunther, we're we're putting a microphone and a camera in your face. You can't swear." <laughs> but because. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got an absolute potty mouth on him, but I, you know, I hope they have a really good year, man. They, it's like you know, they, Mick, 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 Mick Schumacher twelfth and and K Mag fifth. I mean, dude, yeah. they've just got more points. They got more points in that one finish than they have in the last two years. Yeah, so right, it's so cool. It's good to see. So it's going to be a know, good year. It's then. good. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a much better year for um, for Gene Haas and his team. Um, yeah. But it's, it couldn't have got any worse. But they, yeah. they, they, they said all of last year, we're doing as much as we can to put this car on track, and we're doing no more. We are focusing purely on the 2022 car. We couldn't give a shit about this car. Um, yeah. Basically, is what they said. And you know, it, they've been proven right. They've been proven it's, you know, they've got it right. It's a quick car. So a couple of reliability things to to work on and but it's you know it's going to be a long year for some teams yeah mclaren looked quick in testing and have had issues and they struggled aston martin oh my god they were dreadful (laughs) willie this you know williams williams were pinning all their hopes on a much better 2022 because they have so much more access to testing under the under the regulations and like they they tanked today. You know. <laughs> so it's just been good to see, you know, it's, it's yeah. But you know, it's it was a obviously with the with the Mercedes finishing in P three, which was a which is a massive surprise. And, and and it was down to other teams' failures because they their cars broke down in the last two laps but you know it means that the atmosphere and work tomorrow morning might be a little bit a uh, little bit a little bit nicer <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think we'll be i don't think we'll have our champagne uh, champagne reception at 11 o'clock like normal but uh <laughs> you can always do that no matter Sorry. what uh, might be frowned on if you just take your own bottle <laughs> yeah. nah. you drink enough like, of it you yeah. won't care yeah. <laughs> if we're drinking enough, I won't be employed either. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. McLaren. Oof. Yeah. They're gonna. They're in for a long year. Yeah. But it's a shame. Good team. Yeah. yeah. I need to catch up and watch some more F1. I need to watch any F1 yeah. ever. Start well, today, watching. Today was. Fourth drive to survive. It's very yeah. dramatic, but it's cool. It's pretty cool. I gotta start watching yeah. the fourth season. Yeah, I get into weird. Like if I'm flipping through the channels, I get into weird racing. 
Like I'll be flipping through, it'll be like the trophy trucks driving around the track yeah. with random jumps in it. Or like a Baja race or like snowmobile racing. I'll stop if I'll find myself watching that for like an hour for no, I I don't even care about yeah. snowmobiles. Well they only show that stuff on the Ocho. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's the only channel I have. I delete yeah. every other channel. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's like it's cool. Yeah. You know what? It's, Speaking uh, of, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Patrick. Speaking of racing, there's something else before I knew they were on I wanted to ask you about. Me or Patrick? You. Before I knew they were on. Oh. (laughs) And obviously, I would like their opinions, too. I just learned about this because I've been without internet for two days, three days. Oh, my God. I know. It's rough. I I was so happy when we went to the restaurant and had Wi-Fi. Um, But (laughs) this this swimmer who... Oh, God. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I've only seen. I know what you're about to say, and it's not even in the same country as me. The memes, <laughs> right? The memes are hilarious. By the way, I've got some I could send you, Jason. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, I, 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 if what I saw was correct, a man who was 432nd in the world swimming whatever event decided he's now a woman. Not get into that. Do your own thing. Gets to compete as a woman and is now first in the world. Where do we stand on this? Because I think it's BS. It's bullshit. I'll tell you right where I fucking stand because... Let's go. (laughs) I've honestly stopped posting stuff on Instagram because I'm just tired of it. Plus, I'm sure, not that I'm important, but I'm sure that... Because when I used to post funny memes, I think more people would see it. And I don't even know if people see stuff after a while. I'm sure at some point I've been shadow banned for just posting how people are just treating people like shit. But... I'm all for people being whatever they want. I had a gym member that flipped right before I shut my place down, so it's not like I don't know anyone. And that's why you shut and it I, down. I was. How <laughs> <laughs> you having that? Here? I was fully. I was fully supportive of that person. I gave them my advice. I felt like what their ultimate goal was with that. They were definitely going about it the hard way. But right now, this person's in a super happy relationship with exactly the person they were after, being the person they want to be, and they're getting married. All that shit. Totally happy for him, but I, of all people, have always been a massive supporter of women. A lot of it has to do with my background and things I've witnessed in my own family, stuff like that. I will never be okay with some dipshit guy deciding he wants to be a woman, whether for whatever reason, and taking away that kind of stuff from the ladies that actually are working hard for their sport. Like, I don't give a shit what people say. I don't care what you feel like. There's men, there's women, period. You can be whatever you want, but those guidelines as far as sport and stuff goes. or I mean, it's the same thing as Rogan talked about this. He never said much about it until it crept into MMA. You're going to have a guy decide they want to be a woman and then go beat the fuck out of somebody. And Fractured the girl's MMA. skull. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. I was going to bring that up, you too. I mean, like, I, I don't care. I don't care what you say. It's wrong. So, like, there, there has to be boundaries to some of this stuff that are just... <laughs> Logical. There's a there's a there's a there's a meme. I, I don't I wouldn't even call it a meme. There was a there was a uh, someone posted something. Someone I know posted something about this very subject because he has young young girls, and he said the and it, it simply says the um, women's sport isn't a place for failed male athletes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, I, I agree with that. It's 100% true, though. It's a direct like, way to put it. It's, it, 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 it's total it, bullshit. 
And it's like all I, I don't understand. That's why, like, I think I don't. You guys may have seen it. Like, Elon Musk posted that weird like image. It was like I stand for whatever the next thing is, you know, or something. And uh, it, but all of that stuff it, to me is just massive bullshit. To where you can allow things like this to happen. All the stuff that like throughout history women have gone through and all these things and then making sure they're getting a fair shake in sports and all this stuff and now all of a sudden it's perfectly fine for any one of us to just be like hey i want to be a chick and i'm gonna go beat the hell out of all of you and then i'm gonna be number one because i can't hang in my like own was, gender like it's ridiculous there, there, there was there was a there was a there was a lady competed for new zealand in weightlifting laurel hubbard um, who is, well, she she used to be back in the twig and berries. <laughs> Carrying the old wedding tackle. Um, and she 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 used to she used to be a competitive male weightlifter. Um she transitioned to be a woman and no one has a problem with that. It's everyone has a problem with with then when you try and compete on the, you're not competing on a level playing field. That was that was it. And there was so much hype because she like she went to certain weightlifting events in New Zealand to qualify, and obviously she qualified with weights that would, you know, put her well and well clear of anyone in the heavyweight women's I'd be like category. Going against like Tia Claire, like even though they're both like superhuman beings, you're yeah. throwing the women's weight. And he would run away with it. Like yeah. it's just well, the way I see it. Like, and there's yeah, but it's so wrong. That, that's the reason why there was there was everyone was ecstatic at, uh, at the last Olympic Games because um, pressure. Obviously, the the person in question cannot handle the pressure and absolutely bombed in the weightlifting. Yeah, like north from three, couldn't handle it. Yeah. But then, you know, when she's when the pressure's off, she's you know lifting world record level weights. And like, well, that's yeah. Think about think about people that work so hard, like Jason said, to set those records, and then yeah. somebody decides, eh, I can beat that. So <laughs> I, I'm with you guys. The MMA one was the first time that I went. This is BS, uh, especially yeah, the contact sport like that. That's, and I'm I'm all for it now. When I was <laughs> when I was going through training to become a Krav Maga instructor, uh, many many weights ago. Um, I was introduced to a couple uh, of people, a married couple. The guy's like six four, six five, pretty lean build, and could grapple for days. He just had limbs. He he'd wrap you up. He was a third degree black belt crowd, did jujitsu and all this other stuff. His wife was like five three, five four, maybe maybe a buck, buck ten. I know you do. I, I, I mean, it's the Acostas. I can mention their name, right? Yeah. So, yeah. very cool couple. I only got to meet this one time, but um, they wrapped her up in like a queen size comforter, like a burrito, and then him and two other guys pinned her down, and she had to fight her way out. And the whole reason they were doing this was the class they were teaching was talk, talking about how in crowd my guy you don't quit because you're not fighting for sport. There's no ref going to come break it up. You've got to get your way out if you're attacked. And they were proving that it doesn't matter your size. It's how fierce you are. So she would be like, she'd be like punching them in the eye, digging her thumbs into their eyes, biting them. I got bit teaching crap before. Sparred her. She is. She is insane. She got up and started whooping on me, and I went, "Okay, I'm done." Like she is so fast. I'm all for women doing. Like I think there are strong women out there. I would hate to see her have to compete with somebody that's 
her husband's size and has his reach and same skill level, who's much stronger in a sport competition. It doesn't make sense. It's not about women aren't strong or women can't do this. But there are some physical attributes that obviously change the playing field. It's like I, I read somewhere years ago, Serena Williams is number one in the world, has been forever, right? She would be like number 200-something if she was going in the men's category. Yeah. Like nobody even know her name. So there's obviously well, it, a discrepancy. It, 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 Here's the one that really. Here's the one that I really get annoyed about. There's a there's a South African runner called Caster Semenya. Right, she was the world champion, Olympic champion, things like that. She she has a very deep androgynous voice. She is being biologically tested so many times, and she's she's biologically a woman. She's just very good at. She's a very good four hundred meter runner. She was by far and away the best runner of her generation. Nowhere close to world record holding time, but she was just very, very good. And because she was by far and away, things she was she got accused of all sorts of things like that. And, you know, yes, she has a very deep voice, and yeah, but she has been tested so many times. Biologically, a woman, she gets hammered for it, and then this this dude who now decides he wants to be a girl competes as a woman in weightlifting and they're fine and they're fine with that yeah it doesn't make any sense i just like i just I, 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 I don't get it i mean i've i've worked with uh across the competitions i've worked with um people of trans things it doesn't i don't give a shit i, I be what you want to be yeah like but but you and this was a this was a guy transitioning to be a girl as well no other way around. So, woman transitioning to be a guy, and I was like, "Okay, you, you mean you're never going to compete anyway because you can't deadlift 225." But I'm like, I'm fine with that. I couldn't give a shit. Be what you want to be. But it's when you're trying to be competitive in, in a certain thing. It, it, no, it, it it just doesn't sit well with me. I don't like how there's like it, there's just no common sense to all this stuff. And in my opinion, is like. They, if you think differently, if, if we were, you know, certain people, if they were to listen to this, they would lose their minds. And it's like, you're not understanding the point. I will, of all people, defend your rights to be whatever you want. I wouldn't let somebody make fun of you. I wouldn't let somebody beat your ass because you're weird, any of that kind of stuff. It's purely the logic of, like, you weren't born a guy or you weren't born a girl or whatever it is. And now you're trying to crisscross those two and do something where now you're in competition with somebody else. You have people like some of these CrossFitters or Olympic athletes that are training for four years to go do something. And now they have no hope other than to maybe get a silver. You know what I mean? Like that right. could affect yeah. sponsorship that could affect all kinds of things. Yep. Like it, it just there's there's so many layers to that. And people are just like, oh, you're just a piece of shit and all this stuff. It's Ooh. like, no. Like I'm telling you, when it comes to the humane part of this stuff in everyday life, I'm in your corner. But when you start getting over top of these lines, it's not fair anymore. And now you're fucking with other people's livelihoods. And if that was turned around on you, you would lose your mind. Like, it, it really comes down to this whole process that never ends. If you, if you go back to what Randy was saying about the with the MMA, if that was just intergender boxing people would be up in arms yeah yeah and that's essentially what it is yeah well here's the thing too look at the situation say that didn't happen in an mma octagon or any sanctioned fight that happened on the street what happens oh so people would arrested. flip their lid 
that yeah. a, a quote unquote guy that transitioned fractured the skull of a girl. They yeah, lose yeah. their mind. You know, it, it, it just it boggles me. And there are certain things that, that are are competitive, like racing. We can go back to racing. There have been female racers that have made it to the big leagues, right? Yep. No yep. issue with that. If you can drive a car, yeah. sweet. You're you're putting the car in your skills versus another person's car and skills. Yeah. yeah but but the, when that, it comes that, to strength that, competitions, it's a yeah, or or a, fighting, it's a whole yeah, different. It's a yeah, whole different really, ball like, field. There's, there's, there's a the the gender type thing. Yeah. Right. There's a driving is a skill. Yeah. And. Yeah, but it, and it's not. Yes, there is a physical aspect to it, but it's not a physical contest. Correct, right. and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying there and are things women can compete in against men, but yeah. like hand to hand combat is not one of those things. Football would not be one of those things. I don't think there's a female that one of our friend's daughters played as a kicker for her high school team. She was varsity all four years. Just graduate. She's graduating this year. Lettered, broke records, set records for the state of Ohio as a kicker. She never got touched. Like she was a kicker. Um, bu- 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 I'm trying to think. There, what's the university you, in Nashville? I was going to say, but if you put her out as like a tight end or a wide receiver, oh yeah, she would get crushed. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But there Guys was weigh a... 400 pounds more than she does. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, I mean, you imagine the concussions and talk- stuff that some of these giant football players have gotten from having that helmet hit. You could probably kill somebody. Football yeah, players have gotten killed. Football. In the NFL, yeah. college, high school, it's happened. Yeah. I know what you're talking about too, Patrick. The uh, female there was there. There was a girl who kicked for. It was a college um, team, a D two team. Bum, 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 bum. No, it's not a D. It was D one. Was it D one? It was Vanderbilt. Yep, Vandy. Yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a girl who kicked for Vandy. She she did kick off, and I'm pretty sure she did. Field goals. Um, yeah. field goals as well, extra points. She was, I think she was the first female to score points in NCAA men's. Correct. Which is fair play. If you're doing something like that, it's a skill. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. There's, there's some be, danger there, be, but as a kicker, there's not. There is some There is some danger there, but yeah, you're minimalizing it. and But you're also, you're not hitting them from 50 either. Right, right. But, but fair play to you. Do it. You know, they need the the team needed some help, and you were like, "Screw it, I can do it. Let's do it." Yeah, and that's all. You. I have that's all my. I have, the utmost, I have the utmost respect for that because that's a skill. Yeah, that's a skill. That's a skill position, not a physical one. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Well, well, I don't know. It's weird. I agree with everything you guys said. <laughs> all right, I'm with you, fellas. Yeah, I don't know that. That topic fires me up. It just—it's something that you know. Of course, when I got back it's, and I jump on Facebook for the first time in a couple of days, it's like all these memes, and I'm like, "What's this from?" They were hilarious. Yeah. Once I learned the story. <laughs> well, this is going on. There was the the Penn State swimmer that the same thing. There's that. Yeah. What I mean, there was. I, I thought yeah, they booed. Like, they booed. Uh, yeah. I thought that was the one you were talking about, the NCAA swimmer. Yeah, well, I think there's been a few. There's been a ones. few. I was gonna say, I just know this one because that was around the the time of the the winter. There was one. That, there was one this week. Yeah, th- that's. I don't think that's the same one. Yeah, the one this week was William Thomas, who is now Leah Thomas. I've yeah, that's the one. I've not yeah, that's the one. I've, background and everything. That was the one where I think all the other, like the second through fourth place or fifth place or whatever, all made their own podium. 
<laughs> yeah, they they and they they, re- him and they, gave they, re- they refused to go on the podium, uh, yeah. which well, is sad. You know, it's only it, people have to do something. Like all of these stupid things that have been going on the last couple of years, like people have to actually be willing to like say things and and yeah. do stuff. Like women have to be like they got to be willing to like people are. But here's the problem: the people saying it are known as comedians. And then people, they try to get black. You know, Dave Chappelle recently got in trouble for what he said. Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. now, Dave didn't get in trouble for what he said because he didn't give a shit. My point is, they tried That's to. That's what you have to do. Like, you, um, you can't be. But my favorite That's... one ever, my favorite one for a long time, as far as speaking his mind and saying stuff that makes a lot of sense, is Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. Bill Burr just lays it out there, and people yell at him. He's like, what? Like, am I wrong? You know, uh, uh, Ricky, Ricky Gervais is the same. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, I do. I love Ricky Gervais. Um, we, <laughs> my wife and I, actually we got a DVD at the castle uh, for the boys, and the only one they had that was like kid friendly. I was like, oh, Fury's here. We should watch that. <laughs> um, they had a Night at the Museum, <laughs> and Ricky Gervais in that. I forgot how hilarious he was. He's um, so good. Oh, he's I Ricky love, Gervais is so good. My favorite thing he's done is an Idiot Abroad. Have you watched that? Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah, I do. But then it gets a bit. That got a bit over the top. It well, and I think because like, I think he ended he at is, the right time. It's, it's him and him and Carl Pilkington. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's him, Stephen Merchant, and they said and Carl Pilkington. Yeah. Stephen Merchant, his co-writer for The Office, is so funny. Yes, everything right. I've seen and heard from him, I've loved. But yeah, Carl Pilkington just gets. It's a bit too over the top, and I was like, "Oh, I can't be dealing with this stupidity." I loved it. I'm a dumb American. <laughs> yes, you are. I got to see the world through uh, his eyes. You just went you, and stayed at see, an American castle. I did, White aka castle. a yeah. house. The, the 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 best things Gervais does is probably the Academy Awards, where he just stands up. He's like, "I don't care. We're not." Yeah. His 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 monologue, the monologues in between having to actually give out awards it's just brilliant he literally just like he's there mowing people down oh Doesn't one of care. my favorites is when he hit the whole crowd <laughs> he made a joke about uh jeffrey epstein after he died yeah and, you know what was going yeah. on and yeah. all these hollywood yeah. superstars started like getting real corny he goes what i didn't do this all of you did <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like oh got them all he just dropped a bomb yeah, t- the whole auditorium so you guys are all upset because you had to make you had to get your own private, you had to get your own planes here rather than getting a lift with your mate Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it was so good. Then, yeah, he's hilarious. He's, he cracked, I also got he his, his his yeah. show Derek. I found that on Netflix. I was like, oh, it's Ricky Gervais. I'll watch it, and it was like weird with hilarious yeah. one-liners in it. I got so into that. It was three seasons and, and done. Yeah. He literally, he does. It literally is. He just done for a couple of seasons and done. The original, the British, the original British Office is just incredible. I started watching. I've never finished it. Oh, it's so so good. The first episode was hard for me. Honestly, I watched, tried to watch the first one like three times. I can't watch the American oh, version of The Office, so well, Patrick will tell you that it. sucks. I love The Office, both of them. I it, love the office. I, I've never watched. I've never watched the American. The uh, Office and Seinfeld, I can watch all the time. The, the American version of The Office, that's with the one with Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've never watched an episode of it because I've watched the original Office, and it's oh, it's so good. I want to watch the original version of Shameless, Patrick. I want you to watch the American <laughs> Office 
just so I can get your feedback. <laughs> you can tell us how bad it is. Fight the original version of sh- I know. I'll just know, the, the original version Shameless is well. In the first, so the first, <laughs> the, the uh, first season, first six episodes yeah. of the American Office. Randy's is, still talking about the Office. Where we, we've moved on to Shameless. You moved on yeah. to Shameless. Well, so did um, Patrick. The first six yeah. episodes, though, are basically duplicates of the British version, just kind of rewritten. Right. Like Gervais was heavily over oversaw that. Shameless, yeah. I've never even heard of. Nice. I've heard of the song Shameless, the 90s country hit. <clears throat> no, the, the, original, the original Shameless. Hey, Doc, forgive me 20 quid. Can you put an extra stitch in? <laughs> what is Shameless? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's brilliant. That's what it is. So I've, like, I've never seen the, 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 the UK version, but the American version is a family that lives in Chicago, and they are like just the biggest pieces of shit on the planet. Nice. I'm into yeah, I've never seen the show, but I've seen the thing. I think I think the UK one is Manchester. So I'm trying to find so, it's so good. I, I want to watch it, is, it. It is it is good, but it's just it's yeah, it's just you know, it's a bit much sometimes. I'll say the the yeah the, the American version was kind of a bit much as well, but it was still good. We just finished yeah. the last season just recently it was released on netflix i just finished the last season of ozark i need to watch that as well oh it's so good i, I was gonna i was gonna watch ozark but then i realized i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna have to go there for racing so i was like fuck it i'm gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> won't you just come visit we'll go to the ozarks we can see it all in person yeah it's not that far a drive it's actually the show's actually really well written i think yeah, it, it's one of those ones that kind of keeps your attention. There's a new track in the Ozarks, not for SRO yeah. or not for uh, IMSA though. No, it's, I was going to say it's SRO. SRO, right. yeah. They're up this weekend, aren't they? Huh? SRO is it next weekend? No, they're not till the end of uh, April. I no, think. they're they're in what's uh, Simona. Yeah, but it's not till April though. Uh, okay. Like maybe it's middle of April. Yeah, I I thought it was like early April this time too. We'll see. I did I did like to see that uh, Jeff was on uh, on the GT on the on the SRO GT America page. Yeah, with a fucking mask on. <laughs> like, dude, you have so many other pictures of that man. <laughs> that's the one you pick. Yeah, but like that's the first public photo that. I've seen of him because there's nothing on Zap. There's nothing on Zealous Racing. They don't give a fuck about him, man. No, there was another. There was another picture of Jeff and I think Corey that, and a couple other that, guys just kind of standing. That's a, that's a lie, Jason. Bullshit. That's a lie, Jason. They care about him a lot because they're having his money. No, they care about his wallet. They don't care about him. Hey, listen. I think it, I think they they love him to bits because he's paying for their refurbishment of their workshop. Yes. Yeah. I saw Corey Lewis this weekend. He was racing for Peregrine. It didn't do that well. They got like 13th, I think. I, uh, what are you doing, Randy? I said, I said to I said to Busker today, he's like, oh, yeah, we might need people. I was like, don't bother me. I'll spoke to Tyler already. He <laughs> thinks he's a dick. Uh, the theory like, is that they're trying to suck up all of the Utah people. Yeah. Of like trying to take over, which whatever they're going to be run by 
that kid. <laughs> I think so I think that I think I think the technical term I would use to describe that person is he's a massive bell end. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Um I just I just find it just you know I don't know, I know you have a different interaction with him because obviously you've met him in person, but I just I just thought that would was uh, very really, territorial. Really disrespectful. Yeah. And very very it was very impolite. Yeah. The way he uh, he his interactions his interactions with me were just I, I'd say it was quite disrespectful and really impolite. So um I you know if he was on fire I wouldn't piss on him. <laughs> but would you if he was not on fire? Uh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. You both See? had to think about it. It changes I, pers- yeah. the perspective there. I found the Shameless UK is on Hulu. Yeah. I've just added it to my watch list. See if you pee on them when they're on fire. You're being a humanitarian and helping them. But if they're not, changes the whole thing. Yeah, but if you if you piss on them when they're not on fire, you're acknowledging them. It may also be or you're ignoring them consult. like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. It it may also be assault. Yeah, <laughs> but not if it was an accident. It, it's definitely salty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have asparagus last night? Mm. Oh man. So no, um, just yeah, it's just it's just manners, you know. I don't, I don't yeah. care that I don't I don't have a problem with them saying, uh, "Sorry, mate, I don't think it's going to work." I'm like I'm okay with that, but just leaving it as yeah, we're really interested, and then not bothering to contact me at all. That's just no, uh, mate. I'm got time of day for you. If you're not mad enough to say no thanks to me in person or by a fucking text message, yeah, yeah, that's just not their style, man. He's it's it's a weird weird. I got the creepiest vibe, and I'm so glad I I walked away from that thing because I, I'm telling you, dude, this team, I couldn't have literally fallen into a better spot by giving all that other stuff up. No, it, it, it worked out well for you at this they're, point. They're I mean, unbelievable. I mean, just like any other team, they have things that you know they're working on to improve, but like just the way they do everything, like is so much different and the GS team that I'm on specifically is fantastic. So it's, it, it'll be, it'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun this year and probably something that will probably end up being a long-term deal. I mean, they're always working on growing. They're not running their, uh, career cups team this year. Um, so I'm sure at some point that'll end up being a whole other team that will, will open up looking for um, it's it's just it's pretty cool the way they do everything. So you heard it from Jason Rob's Patrick. Good. There's going to be another team coming, and they're going to be looking for people. I, I mean, I hope he gets locked in with what he's doing, but I'll definitely keep my eyes open. I'm always trying yeah. to get people I know in there just because it makes it easier. But these guys are cool because they like, you know, obviously they want you to understand what you're doing, but at the same time they're looking for a really good culture fit because they're like. You come in and do anything for us, and you're just miserable. They're like, you know, obviously, we'll, unless you're just totally terrible, and they'll send you home. But like, they'll, you know, you'll finish the weekend, and you'll never, they'll never have you back. You know, what I mean, like yeah. they're they're very specific about wanting a good culture, a good team. I mean, even the guy that runs the team, my team now, 
him and I both were talking it's the same thing. Like he's been doing this way longer than I have, but he's just like, I, I enjoy this and I'm here for fun. And the minute it becomes miserable, I'm out, you know, and that's yeah. the same thing with me. I'm at any time I'll walk away and be fine. Yeah. You know, cause it's, I enjoy when I'm in a good atmosphere, but it's hard work. It's a lot. I mean, I, that team I helped this weekend, I signed on for three extra days because I thought I was doing pit stops on the wheel gun, but yeah. I couldn't make the practices, which I knew might be a deal breaker in a, in a way, but there was no, there wasn't, these guys are great. They were perfectly fine. It's different. It was definitely different working with people that don't normally speak English. Like, but by the time I got there on Friday, all of a sudden it was like, well, now we're going to have you run dead man for the fueler. So then I partnered up with the only other American guy on the team. So that, you know, that made it a little easier, but it was like, I did fuel and tires like all the rest of the weekend and it was good. It was a good workout and stuff, you know, but it was just like, it was constant and it's just, it's a ton of work and you're up, you know, you get there early in the morning and you're up all day. You know, that thing we were supposed to be, the race is supposed to go till 10 and then we probably should have been loading up till two, but you know, luckily I just watched and say, luckily, you know, I'm luckily we were out, but you know, today I have the day off and I'm just traveling, but it's, it's not as glamorous, you know, as, as it looks on TV. It's it's pretty cool, but there's just I don't know compromises you, to everything. You, know? you look pretty glamorous. <laughs> I like your shades. I am gonna have my own custom fire suit this year, man. Hell's yeah! That, I'm not gonna look like a five year old wearing uh, his big brother's clothes. Is that the one that we're talking to fit in? <laughs> no, unlike me, unlike me, he looked like a. We actually have a whole bunch of bigger suits and ones that you would not, you know, you, Patrick, would actually be able to fit in properly without looking like you're preparing for a like, like I was wearing a five-year-old suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's, when, that's when the folks decide you can still fit in last year's Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get because ours are being made right now. They're, they got to deal with Sparco. So they're being yeah. made. And... Uh, so they won't be ready until Laguna. They're supposed to ship them, but they're coming straight over, I guess, from Italy. But uh, they they gave us ones, the old suits from the GTD crew last year, and I barely fit into one of them decently. So, but uh, yeah, better get Andre out there so she can jump in his fire suit. She won't even have to anymore. She's gonna love it. But yeah, it's it, it'll be really nice. Everything will be nice and proper this year. We got all brand new stuff. They gave us like all the underwear stuff for it, but I may end up just buying my own ones that I want just to keep and have mm. that fit a little bit better. Because these ones, Silky I mean, ones. They, they do their job. What's that? Silky ones? Yeah. Yeah. They're just, I don't know, man. Some of them are just not very comfortable. I mean, they're there to keep you from catching on fire, but like, yeah. it's just kind of itchy and miserable. Like, I, I would yeah, rather have ones that fit better. You, you, it's it's basically you're wearing someone else. You you could potentially be wearing someone else's underwear. Yeah. Well, yeah, but which I is, which is never which is never a good. Brand new. It's all brand which new. Is never good thing. It's just not. I mean, not who doesn't one. like that every once in a while? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I wear my wife's occasionally. It's fine. Yeah, it's great, man. No, it's totally <laughs> fine. But now it's. Uh, I can't fit in anybody it's, else's underwear. No worries there. It's been, uh, it's, it's been fun. Getting in the habit of doing five lug instead of single lug this year, though, that's doing that. <laughs> There's that. Uh, that's four more nuts for you to handle. The coverage is ever going to be for GT4, but there's the team that won this past weekend is PF Racing. They have all the pink Mustangs that ran in the Daytona. Yeah. They have this dude 
Randy, he's probably your size, if not a little bigger. No way. Been forever. I'm telling you. No way. Somebody my, my man, size is working on a crew. He's he's a, he's so big that he can't. He has to wear the two piece fire suits that like the, top <laughs> jackets. I think they just gave my him man, a champion sweatsuit. Dude, I'm telling you, I got. I'm gonna see if there's footage anywhere. He's the best tire changer from what I've heard in all of like IMSA for five lug. He's huge, but he runs around and it's just like NASCAR all the way through fast as hell tire off the other one. He goes around the inside. Same thing. He takes the tire off the car, lays it behind his head on the wall, takes the other one in one hand, slams it down, pops it on. He's done before this kid who's literally my size and way younger is even finished. That's he crazy. Is, so I was, I, he was in a stall next to us, and I, I just stared there and watched him. And it was the most incredible shit I've ever seen. <laughs> he goes down and starts sucking down chili dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to send you guys a picture. You'll see him. They had, like, kind of an action shot of him in on their Instagram. I, and he is a big boy. I want to see video of it. I want to see video of this guy I working. I do, too. He's that there fast. There has to be some. You should He's call Christmas Abbott and, find, and get some tips from her on some yeah. five-lug changes. It's dude, it's it's wild, man. How those sure. like how that socket works, but it's it's pretty cool. But you really have to, you really got to practice because if you're angled at all, it just starts shaving the end of the oh, yeah. lug nut off, and then you're you're screwed. So, I'm definitely getting better at it. But I'm gonna they're gonna they're supposed to be building us a practice rig, and I asked them if they could build me a second one, so I can just do it at home because I can get a cheap bear gun. Um, Get out of Harbor just Freight. Just to practice, but will they take those Thunder Guns, the Ingersoll ran Thunder Guns that I actually had when I was a tech, and they gut them and port them and polish them, and they they have like five settings on them if you're using them like on regular cars, and they just they take all that out. They gut everything. Yeah. They tune them for performance, and all they do is put this one big little nub thing on the end for when you run around to smack it back in uh, or change directions, and then that's it. Otherwise, it just sits there and spins. But uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. I mean, single lug's way easier, but it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, single lug looks single a lot better easy, too. Easy, easier and faster. Yeah. <laughs> you should see the one that was on the prototypes, man. It was a weird like aluminum nut. It was it it was real strange. I didn't yeah, like but they're, it. they're all about weight, so yeah. everything everything that can be oh, lined yeah. would be lined. Yeah, they'd, was, be, they'd be the same as um, F two and uh, F one. Carbon fiber nuts. Yeah, uh, probably, t- well. probably, t- probably titanium. Mine are made of steel. <laughs> Is that where all the weight's coming from? Uh, no, it's yeah. coming from everything else. <laughs> I didn't say they were big. I just said they were steel. Ball bearings, just teeny tiny. Uh, here. <laughs> I'm gonna send Boys. you guys this picture. This is the guy. It's oh no! So good. Are you sending to the Facebook message thing? No. Well, I want to see it too. No, I can. I can send it to whatever. Yeah, screw you, Martel. No. No, thank you. And with that, I'm Martel. <laughs> Brandy's <laughs> apparently shutting down the show. Yeah. How long I, have we been going? Got, We're two hours. I've got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Bedtime. Yeah, I'm going to have to go. Mate, I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm no. going to have to yeah, consider, consider, <laughs> consider eating some food and going to bed. It's yeah, only 8 o'clock there. there. It's only 8 o'clock yeah, there. I'm, I know, I've got to record a Mayhem Rome video. Yeah, tonight as well. Oh, I thought you were oh, doing that beforehand. No, I was watching the Grand Prix. I was watching the Grand Prix and waiting for the Gunter Steiner interview because he's a legend. My Facebook thing's not working right now. 
All right, just send it. I'll, I'll yeah, post I'll it. Say. I'll send yeah, it over. Yeah, there's a guy in the front of the car. Well, if he's big as big boy. as you describe, I don't think you have to point him out. Holy shit. Yeah. Put it on the TV or forward it or something. I'll, I'll send it well, to you. Well, let's say bye to Patrick so he can take off. Yeah, Patrick. Ooh, he's he's a big boy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm telling you. You wait till you see him. Just look them up on Instagram. Be afraid. Hey. You'll see. He's a big guy. I think well, I've, I, I thought I followed He's a them. big guy because I know how big those wheels are, and he's they look like fucking twigs in his hand. I'm telling you. He manhandles that thing like nothing. He grabbed the new one and with one hand in the air slammed it on the ground next to him while he was working on another tire. It was amazing. <laughs> Good God. Fair play. Yep. Fair play. Yeah. But. I mean, you'll you if you guys can come to Mid Ohio, Martel, you guys will see him. I'll, I I plan on coming. Whatever whatever I need to do to get there, I plan on coming. Yeah. I'll get Mo and I guess Randy can tag along. We'll see. He'll just hey, bring Jay, a lawn Jay, chair and sit down somewhere. Yeah. Pretty much. Jay, where are you guys in August? Apart from that, uh, you know, you you guys not in Nashville, are you? No, we'll be at Road America the same exact weekend. Oh, that dude's my kind of people. Ooh. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, no, because yeah, no, I was literally I was the was very there. top of these states. <laughs> You'll be well, no, because the, right. the same the same week of, the same week you're in that, uh, of the Nashville was the CrossFit Games. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll I'll be literally about twenty an hour minutes, away. Twenty five yeah, minutes down the road. Yeah. Yep. So, damn it. Yep. So, well, okay, because if it was. If it was going to be a week later, I would have um, I would have come over. I would have come down for one. Yeah, yeah. It's a five. It's a fifth through a seven. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to find the schedule Ooh. on Emsa's website, but their website kind of sucks. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's a fifth through a seventh because that's the same uh, weekend as Nashville. But I thought I thought the games were the games are that weekend. Yeah, it's at the end of the fifth. I'm trying to look at the calendar. If you end on the fifth, man, you can come out. Yeah, if you end on the fifth, I will do. We can probably uh, yeah. yeah, no, the fifth is a Friday, so they end on the seventh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, we'll see. Right. We'll see. We'll see what it is. Bye, boys. Yeah, I've got to go because I've got to eat some food and make a movie. Yeah, I'm going to take off anyway. I've got to go get to the. Well, then let's just wrap it up. Yeah, we can just be done with it. Fellas, always a pleasure. (laughs) Patrick, I hope you enjoy your spiceless food. Uh, Jason, enjoy your rental car (laughs) with your beautiful hair. (laughs) Wherever you are. He's in Orlando. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I offered offered for my sister to come pick him up and take him around Orlando, and he said no. Most guys want to offer their sister to a buddy. Well, (laughs) well, not most guys. Hey, would I get that (laughs) Would I get that offer if I was in Orlando? <laughs> I would probably tell my sister to stay far away. <laughs> yeah, He'll definitely go. take you up on that. Oh, there we man. go. Uh, I wondered. I did laps around the mall looking for just random shit. So, well, if I had, if, really if I'd actually put some thought into it, and knowing that you were going to be down at Sebring, I probably would have tried to come down to Orlando, and I could have just stayed at my sister's and then came up to the track. Could've Next year, bro. Been. But, yeah, next year, yeah. for sure. I'll be down there in April, but yep. that's not this weekend. No. no. So. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, boys. That's the show for Patrick, Jason, Randy, myself. We're out. Peace. <laughs> See ya. Ciao. Cheerio. Good, Good, you later. Good seeing you, Patrick. You See you, mate. Jason, Bye-bye. travel safe. See you, boys. Yep. All right. Okay, bye. I'll see you.
Later. All right. Night, John Boy.